On this episode of Quantum Week, October 24th through 30th, 2004. Why did that not go? <laughs> I didn't hit it hard enough? That's great. Fucking up for six seconds in. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about the hit movies and music and it, our stories and uh, headlines and all that type of shit. And we are in uh, all the, the hits. Back Play the hits. Half. I'm not playing no hits. Back half of uh, of no the 30th, basically 24th the 30th of October 2004. And we're talking the Grudge and Heaven. This is the Patreon episode, and I fucked it up. Yes, you did. And I apologize. I know exactly why I fucked it up still my fault, but I, I understand how it happened, but it's ridiculous. We were Met- supposed to do a song by metric. Yes. Which I spent, <laughs> but it wasn't written yet. <laughs> Sorry about that. For no reason. I know a lot more metric than I did a couple of days ago. I bet you did. Um, and I was really looking to, to, to cover that song. Cause it's just one of those outlier ones that you, you kind of get to from time to time. But, uh, no, that song was written in 2008 launched 2009. Yes. You want to know how I fucked it up Four in the nine or something? No. Uh, so the interface uh, for, um, for the billboard charts really sucks. And what happens is like you can't search by a date and get all of the charts. So every single, you got to go to a chart and then scroll to the date. And there are, I don't know, a 50 chart, a hundred, char- I don't know, a, a bunch of them. So that right. you can sort them. But if I'm looking through, if I'm if the hot 100 is not a lot of fun for me, I'll go to like the rock area and then there's 15 charts there so then i got some of them didn't even start you know until 2009 mm-hmm. or 2020 even and so i must have chosen one i you, you go in you punch in the date and it goes to the furthest date back if it can't go all the way to yours i see and so it must have been october 2009 yeah and then i was like oh metric oh, let's do this one mm. no no so sorry about that so we're doing heaven by uh Lost Only Boys. Lost Only Boys, yes. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that, that's the explanation. So I apologize. It's my fault. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I made you do a little work you didn't need to, you didn't need to do. Yeah. But <laughs> wasn't well, on purpose. So it also goes to how we both prepare for the show. I think our preparations are, uh, schedules are a little different where I, I like to prepare a couple of days out. So I have time to think about it, create, think of maybe some jokes, try to think of some talking points. But Matt, I think. Uh, uh, you prefer to do it pretty fresh. I think you like to do it like day of. I like to take the last like three hours before the show and just meander around and fill my head with as much as I can. I like to do it that way. That sounds like an anxiety attack for me. No, not at all. I, cause I, it's cause it's fun. Like I'm researching this stuff is fun. Yes, of, it no, is. No, of course I'll always watch the movie the day before or the day before that. And so I'll be thinking about that right. part, but the music part, it's almost like uh it's like kind of a race. It really is. It's like, mm. Oh, what like find something interesting here. It's, it's a little bit of a fun puzzle for me. So I like to do it. That right, the music segments are, are, are as popular as they are. I don't think that's very, very nice of you to say. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, I, I, I will say I do also do the music segment typically second. I try to do the movie, like like I said, a couple of days ahead of time, so I really have time to kind of chew on some ideas. But yeah. The music I usually do closer. And usually I watch the video usually. Uh, I hadn't even watched the video for Metric yet. Usually I watch the video right before I come over. Oh, right. So you have it fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, hopefully you watch the, the video for this one. I did. Okay, good. Did. Good. Do you want to talk about The Grudge first, though, and sure. then we'll get into uh, we Heaven? You're going to be this way all fucking night. What, I think why, are you such a, why are you so bitchy tonight? I, I think I'm actually just being short. <laughs> You're a little shorter, I think. Oh, okay. I all right. 
pretty pretty typical but okay uh the grudge do you want do you want to start or you want me to start oh this is trash like this is a piece of shit movie this is one of the worst movies that we've ever seen um i and the question that i have is well i know why they made it because of the ring did so well and they wanted right. to make money but this this is just a remake of a movie that he did two years ago in the same location all they did was import some american um actors yeah but that happens. to do yeah it's but like it's the same script but it's pretty much the same fucking same thing yeah, but that, that's that's common that's a common over like after two years though like yes, right away not uncommon. That, that's the reason my problems this movie is fucking trash it's trash this is the sixth worst movie we've covered let's go through that top six if you will number yep. one the worst movie we've covered is battlefield earth of course uh number two worst movie we've covered is alvin and chipmunks uh number three yes. is city of angels uh, number four is Face Off. That was a uh, video watch along, by the way. If yes. you're a patron, you know that. Uh, number five, worst movie we've covered is Poseidon. This is going to slot in at six. This movie is absolutely terrible. We'll get into it in a second. Number seven, of course, is Willow, um, starring right. Matt's favorite uh, uh, actor, Warwick Davis. Uh, number, how, did, how did that become my favorite? Number eight, my favorite number eight is Indecent Proposal. <laughs> number nine is another watch along, Willow His Ninja. And number 10 is The Da Vinci Code. Wow, I'm surprised that. Uh, you know what's happening is identity thief is moving up your ranks quite rapidly. Rapid, identity my thief friend. is eleven. Um, so we're gonna knock that top ten for this. Crazy. I will say the difference between uh, Willow and decent. Like this movie is so bad. It's really bad. This is in that like that bottom six tier. That's a separate tier. This is like complete. This is like I see whatever's worse than trash. Like um like sewage. Yeah. Like those six movies are like, I would rather like, I'd rather swim in a dumpster than swim in a sewer pit. This is swimming in a sewer pit. So you'd watch six movies. If if you, if you had, if you had to watch one movie, like either Willow or like you could watch Willow every day for the next year. Oh no. Opposed to this one every day for that. You would, you choose that one. Oh, every day. I don't know. Like Willow is a better movie than this. Will is a better movie, but movies are horrible. They're both bad. I'd rather this is worse, right? You're like you're asking me, like, right? I watch Will twice or this once. Yes, I'd rather watch this once. I mean, they're both horrible. I see. I'd yeah. be like that's a so shorter, but um, this movie's really short. It's only ninety one minutes, right? Um, that is, is helpful. It's nice, but uh, this movie is absolute. Like it's so bad. Um, and it's so bizarre. The only thing I gotta say about it though is I've never seen a movie quite like this. I've never seen a movie that just really. I mean. Just, I've never seen a movie care less about a plot. Like, it really just did not give did a not shit. care about the plot at all and made it the most complex plot you possibly could, too. It's not... No, it's, but just to do... It's not compl- it, just, no, it just doesn't make sense. Right, but but they added to it not making sense by jumping through time. Well, yeah. So they ju- <laughs> and also, it's, just, it's such a bizarre watch. So you're watching it, and basically, like, every 20 minutes, every 15 minutes, you meet a couple, and they die. Yes. Um, and But you because you're spending just a short amount of time with them, you never have time to care about them. It's just, like, no, two no, more American don't. strangers. No, and, like, you meet them... They have like one or two very small personality traits. Yes. Very small. Because you in horror movies um, and things like this, usually people have uh, over-exaggerated personality traits. So they have like, you know, scream kind of moxes. Like Jamie Kenny's the movie guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, uh, Rose McGowan's like the bimbo. Yeah. Like everyone has these like over-exaggerated things about them. So that way they kind of play into cliches and you can kind of just associate with them. Right. This movie throws all of that out the window and basically makes everyone as boring as possible and as nondescript as possible. Yes. So you just keep meeting like two nondescript white people in Japan, Americans, and then they die and you meet two more nondescript um, people and they die. And then you do meet a Japanese maid, but then she dies. Her, by the way, Yoko, her, her, Yoko, her uh, personality trait is that she rides a bike. 
That's right. what we that's what we know about her. So right. because of her riding a bike for 10, 12 seconds, we care about like it doesn't make like it's such a bizarre way to, to I don't even remember seeing her face much. Like, I really question like what let's talk about director's name. It's and, uh it's uh Takashi uh Shimizu, I think. Um Takashi Shimizu? Shimizu, I think. S-H-I-M-I-Z-U, Shimizu. Or yeah, Shimizu, Shimizu. I don't know. Like that. Shimizu. It's written by uh, Stephen Susko, but this is really Shimizu's uh, work of art here because, he, like Matt said, he directed and wrote the first one. Not um, just the first one, though. In Japan. He's got three before this. It's The Curse, The Curse 2, and The Grudge, The Grudge 2. Mm. So the those are all these... Uh, what was the name of the... There's this word. Like... Fubo the ju- or something? Uh, Juon Films. Oh, that's close. J-U slash O-N-U. Um, Get that right in the head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so he's got it. He has a series of those. Yeah, and this is, this is obviously just the style of like, I guess. <laughs> that's the other problem. <laughs> we have no frame of reference for this dead spirit myth, no. Japanese myth thing. So it's not really scary. And then what is the scariest thing they do? Kind of creep up behind you and open their mouth? Like that's, that's we don't even really see them kill people. Well, I guess that Shimizu's like um, uh, uh, trademark, if you will, is that he doesn't show the violence. Like his, in his mind, in his mind, the fear, like the scary thing is just like the idea that it can happen. If you haven't seen this movie, actually made a lot of money. Oh, a shit ton. Uh, made over a hundred million in, in domestic alone. And it made like, you know, another 60 or 70 overseas, probably mostly in Asia. Um, and I, it's, uh, it's not frightening at all. It, it is, but it is a series of jump scares. It is. So, um, Richard Roper, um, uh, the critic in Chicago said it's basically like watching a 90 minutes of someone like jumping out behind you. Going, Boom! <laughs> yes. Yes. That's like, that's the whole movie. And it is actually quite, a, there's some spots that could, that are a little bit jumpy. I guess there, there, it's, there's not like sometimes people like uh, my, my watch a horror movie. Like, oh, there wasn't enough hard. Like it was kind of too much drama. It was kind of boring. This actually has quite a bit of horror in it, but you just have no, there's no stakes horror, but no gore. Horror, but no gore. Characters you don't care about. Right. And it's like supposed to, it's basically like a haunted house movie, right? Yes. But, like, but then, unex- for totally unexplained reasons, the ghosts then actually go after the sister of one of the victims. I didn't understand that either. In her apartment building. Yes, and her right. work. So is the house haunted then? Exactly. But why even go after this poor girl? Don't, because she was in the house once? It doesn't I, make any sense. Doesn't make any sense without, like, whatsoever. And, like so, like when you're watching the movie, like I was watching, I'm like, all right, like I could, I, I saw, I'm like, how much? Like this, I realized there's 20 minutes left this film. I'm like, they gotta tie up a lot of shit quick <laughs> here because like nothing has made. I kept waiting for like, all right, this third act is gonna be like probably really heavy in expository stuff, but it's, at least it's gonna give us an explanation for why this happened. Yep. But the only explanation they gave us through this weird flashback thing is that the wife was obsessed with Bill Pullman who didn't even know she existed was a student of hers right student of his yes and um the husband found out in a jealous rage kills her and himself and then drown maybe drown oh, drowns his son so he kills he drowns his son and the cat and the cat <laughs> okay and but, his wife yes what? Right. you're actually right what? and then he then kills himself yes okay fine i get i get why you know the movie called the grudge I get why some people might have a grudge after that, right? It's like, yeah, oh, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But you think the wife would be mad at the husband. Yes. But instead, they're mad at people who, like, live in the house. Right. But the husband, you don't really see him very but much. But if the house is the, is the focal point, 
where all the drama happened. And so the house right. is like the anchor for the grudge. Why is she leaving the house to go kill people outside the house? But also, why are they mad at these people? Why aren't That's they mad I mean. at the husband? They should perpetuate. Well, I think she actually killed the husband. No. I, I thought she got him to like, I thought she did that somehow. No, I think he, he killed himself. himself? By the way, That's very like it's not Matt. Uh, Matt can be kind of goofy with some of his TV takes. He's absolutely right here in that nothing is explained. No, it's not. This is like we're like piecing this together because not it does. They're not the storytelling is so poor. Nothing it's really is clear. shitty. It's really shitty. Um, the best scene is actually the first. You scene. like how I threw in that insult about your TV takes out of nowhere? I just let it go. <laughs> it just water off my back. There's really no reason for me to say that at all. No, I did it just uh, to be. I'm used to, be to it now. I, I'm used to it. So uh, okay. the best scene in the entire movie is actually the first one when you see Bill, Bill Pullman go over the edge. That's a Rodriguez take. It was. Then it's like Rod- I agree with him. I read that star. too. It is kind of shocking because Bill okay. Pullman, not a big star, but for no, a movie but, like this, he kind of is, right? Well. If for a movie like this, like a yeah, street, yeah, like horror movie, exactly. like, all right, well, yeah. he's a name, you know? Yes, of course. Okay. So for Independence him, Day a few years earlier. Right. So for him to go over that edge, yeah, it's, you're it's like, oh, fucking wow, shocking. Right. Yeah. You know, it's on, like, nobody's safe kind of thing. You know? Right. Uh, kind of like what Wes Craven tried to do with the original Scream, um, or what he did do is, you know, very effective. Um, so, uh, yeah, all right, he jumps to Orla, you know, and you're kind of like wondering, oh, what did that? What happened? What right. happened? This what could happened? be an interesting mystery. And, and then the explanation is he finds out that a student that he didn't know um, got murdered who was obsessed with him and so he killed himself why does he have any responsibility for that he's got a it looks like he's with his like wife but didn't so uh, okay. he's got a career all right so let's say you're right let's say that is what happened which i agree with you. it makes no sense that's not what we saw in the flashback in the flashback we saw that he was he saw all the bodies he saw the bodies so he that article should not have surprised him it should not have surprised him so why would he be so upset the next morning? I don't know. Because none, none of this. The only thing that would make him kill himself is if he thought he was responsible. But how could he ever think he's responsible? This might be the least clear big picture. Like big. When I say big picture, I'm sorry. Uh, like a studio film. Like a, like an actual movie. Yeah, right. Like, like a mo- like a motion picture made by a studio. Um, that was put in like wide release, like a real movie. I've never seen one in my entire life. This this unclear. Like I like Alvin Chipmunk sucks. Right, it's a worst. It movie. sucks. It's yeah, but horrible, right. You can but, follow. Like it. it's clear. Like right. you know, like uh, Battle. Battlefield Earth is a weird movie. It's more clear than this. It's terrible. Yeah. You know what's Everyone's like actions make no sense. Even though there's aliens and different weird names and cave people and a lot and, of and and factions and stuff and factions from, from outer space. But besides, even beyond that, like the characters motives are bizarre and like turn a dime and like really yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's still clear. Even so, even though that movie is muddy, it's a muddy movie. It's it not is. clear at all. Yes. This, that is far makes far more sense than this one does. So, and so it makes you wonder, like, so, right, so why would Sarah Michelle Geller, who uh, at the time was a, um, uh, you know, a TV star in Buffy, um, and uh, actually, and I have a, a thing I'm going to throw you in a second uh, about her as well, for her being successful. Yeah. Why would you do this? The only thing I could think is because it was all shot in Japan, maybe like a free trip to Japan. And maybe it would be so quick. It took three months. It's not a quick shoot. This took three months to make? I guess what I said. That's fucked. Well, that's the most time he's ever spent on a film. Did you catch this? Maybe in, three months after dude, she came into reshoots? I read three months somewhere. In six years. Yeah. The director, uh, Takashi Shimizu here, 13 movies. Yeah, it, it could be different uh, overseas. Yeah, okay. The process is different. But still, doing more than two movies a year? 
That's that's fucking yeah, maybe crazy. Maybe yeah, three months thing was like maybe she went back to Japan after three months to do reshoots. I know they had to do reshoots on this, which is not a surprise because none of it makes sense. I'm okay. sure studio studio must have been like, what the fuck is this? Sam Raimi must have looked at it and been like, what the fuck is this? Sam Raimi, one of the producers, put is the very actually the very first name you see in the credits, um, which is odd. It is to see the producer there. No, no, not not. Oh not, wait, wait, no, no. It's odd that he would be attached like that publicly. Really. To this shitty movie, yes. Oh, it is really shitty. Yeah, but but Matt's right. I mean, this all stems back to the Ring. The Ring, which is a very effective horror movie, of course, with Naomi Watts. Uh, even has a girl, pale girl with long black hair. I mean, does, same yeah. Yeah. same beats to some extent. And that movie was a, was a huge hit, and the studio saw it and was like, "Hey, what what could we replicate it?" And this kind of goes back to uh, studios being lazy. We haven't talked about this enough on this show. Uh, scheduling with studios, so studios they still do it. They did it this year. Halloween Kills. Um, right. They'll they'll put in they'll put out horror movies the uh, first, second, or third week in October, and they clean up every year. And it's always movies that don't cost a lot to make. Horror movies are uh, typically very cheap, including yeah. this one. This one was very cheap to make. Ten million, I think. I mean, this is ridiculous. It made 180 worldwide. Made 100 and over 100 million domestic. So I mean, it was a huge profit for them. And. Um, they make these uh, movies on the cheap. They market the hell out of them. So there is a lot of money spent. I bet, well, I bet they probably spent $10 million on marketing. Um, and they go after audiences of, this is PG-13. So you have people who are, you know, 13 to uh, That's why I need the jump 25. scares and not the gore. Right. They, not uh, the killing. And, and that's why we made a lot of money. Yeah. And we talked about with Ray, uh, I just heard that episode yesterday, how that producer was adamant it had to be PG-13. And this was too. And that was the, the secret of the success was because it was anyone going and see it. And kids who were 13 to 16 who couldn't see an R-rated movie probably thought they were being badass by going yeah. to see this. And uh, it also leads to repeat viewing. Uh, teenagers are more likely to go see a movie multiple times uh, than an adult will uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Time and just, sure. um, just habit and also just looking for something to do. Um. So, uh, studios will do this. They'll review, and uh, for a long time, for at least four or five years, Saw had that um kind of slot, if you will. Remember, the Saw movies kept coming out right before Halloween. They were you know made in the cheap, and they would come out. And they would make they'd all make a hundred million dollars, right? Uh, and it's a way for studios to really get a, uh almost like a, almost like a, a ace in the hole. Like, hey, I know, I, yes, I might have had a summer blockbuster that bombed, but I got this. Halloween movie, or not Halloween series. Yeah, Halloween. A movie uh, coming out in October, period, a scary right. movie. Right. It's going to make six, eight, ten times its budget, and that's going to pay for that yeah, Cut yeah. Rhode Island or whatever shitty movie I had come out right. in the summer that bombed. And the year on a high note. Let's, uh, well, and the year is all the Oscar stuff. So this is more to kind of get you. This is a bridge. Okay. This is a bridge to get you to that, to that December, because December you have a lot of blockbusters and you have your Oscar stuff. But this is that bridge that gets you through the fall, because the fall for movie business, typically not great, because, you know, um, by August 15th, kids, especially in the South, are back to school. And if you look at um, release schedules, especially back in the 90s, early 2000s, 80s, they'll dump. It's a wasteland. They'll dump the shittiest movie they have going August 29th, yeah. September 14th, yep, 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 yep. September 18th. You know, those kind of things. It's just dump, 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 dump. But hey, we're going to say that one horror movie that has teenagers in it, typically. Young cast like this, Sarah Michelle Gell. I know she's a teenager, but you get the idea. She's a college student. Right. Younger cast they, they can relate to. And you put that out in October, and it's going to make bank, and it does every time. It's a, it's a consistent, even in a pandemic. Do you know what the numbers are for this Halloween uh, that just came out? Made a fortune. Know, did it really? Oh, it made over $100 million. It's one of the biggest hits. Um, if you take Marvel away, yeah. it's one of the biggest, bonk, and, and Venom. Take those away. I don't know it was like a Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's Marvel, yeah. Uh, it's, it might be the biggest hit that's come out since the <laughs> pandemic. It made an insane amount of money. And, and compared to what the Marvel movies cost, if you look at, uh, profit percentage it is the biggest one since the pandemic it makes sense it, it's just 
these things are a grand slam for movie studios. Um, and uh, so that's this. This had the right ingredients, right? He had a horror movie, young cast coming out in October, and he had Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I have a question for you, which you might know the answer because I know you you listen to KMS and you listen when I'm on. I do. Uh, you listen when I'm not on too. I'm sure. It's but, true. Uh, yep. uh, so who had more hundred million dollar movies? Michael J. Fox or Sarah Michelle Gellar? And I'm not saying uh, non-animated. Uh, and also, oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's Gellar. It is. Yeah. Um, which is wild. Yes. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar. If you look at like total box office cube, so like if you add up all the movies that, and I'm saying like they they are on the movie poster. Like I'm not like I don't count if you're like a cameo. Right. Like you're legitimate in it. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar movies make more money than Michael J. Fox movies. Ninety-seven. I'm just going through the major hits here. Scream two. Yep. Which I know it's a sequel to Scream, but she was on the movie poster. It made $101 million. 2002 to Scooby-Doo, <laughs> which I know was an IP, um, but she was the top. She was the top. It's her and Freddie person. Prince, right? Her and Matthew Willard and uh, Linda Cardellini. Yep. But she, oh, was, yeah. she was the biggest that besides makes sense. Scooby-Doo himself, which obviously was the main draw. Yeah, I get it. it. Right. But she was the biggest that act- makes sense. actor, actress in the movie. Right. It made $153 million domestic. <laughs> domestic. Uh, and then two years later is The Grudge, where she is the only person, she is the only star in this film. This is entirely on her. It's, it's on uh, the fact that it's coming out by Halloween, and it's on Sarah Michelle Gellar's back. Right. It's $110 million domestic. And I'm not counting Scooby-Doo 2, which made $85 million. I'm not counting I Know You Did Last Summer, which made about uh, $80 million domestic. Uh, if you go through the list, Sarah Michelle Gellar <laughs> is a bigger... A more successful movie star than Michael J. Fox. That's was. crazy. But wait, uh, what about the first three? Um, what about uh, uh, Back to the Future? Right. So, of course, so, okay. Back to the Future. Right. You see, have one which is a bigger movie than Sarah Michelle sure, Gellar yeah. made, obviously. Right. Number two, which made which made more money than Sarah Michelle Gellar ever made in a movie. Too. Uh, if you just if you just look at domestic, right? If you start going into uh, worldwide, the grudge is the grudge might beat Back to the Future too. It's it's closer than you might think. Wow. But obviously. We also have inflation to account for as well. But the third Back to the Future only made $88 million. It made basically what Scooby-Doo 2 made. That's domestic. crazy. Why did people not want to go see that? You'd think they'd want to... Those other two movies, the first two were good. It came out... So uh, Back to the Future, um, they shot two and three at the same time. That's right. right? Back to back. They that's finished right, right. two, but they they took like a week off and then immediately went into yeah, three. That's right. The sets were being built at the same time. Yep. And uh, the reason they did was they were waiting for Michael J. Fox to be done with Family Ties. The second he was... He did two and three. Yep. Two, because they were shot so close together, they came out so close together. They came out less than a year mm. apart. Uh, and people, I think, had fatigue. Yeah. And it, um, because if you, I watched two in the theaters, and then the second two is over, they immediately went into a trailer for part three. And you're like, I just saw this. Like, yeah. I know that works for Marvel now with kind of how they do things. But in this time, you were kind of just like, I don't know. Like I remember that like people there was like so much excitement for two and when three came out It wasn't there? The buzz was not Wow. There. Like people went and saw it. It made made good money. Of course, it, was, yeah. it was definitely right. a successful film, don't get me wrong. But none of that same energy of like, oh my god, it's back to feature, like all that was gone. And then his other movies we obviously we covered uh Secret of My Success, which is his fourth because we that only made in the sixties domestic. That's right. And then after that, you have Doc Holloway made fifty three million. I mean, you know, Sarah Michelle Geller movies <laughs> her top five doesn't have a $50 million movie in there. Like it made a lot more. That's than that. crazy. It is right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and just, it, you, you just do the right type of movie and that's it. Basically. It's not like she's uh, I mean, she's not terrible, but it's not like she's that talented. I mean, he's a way more talented actor than she is. She is. Yes. Yes. She, he absolutely is. And, and she is, she's okay. She's not bad. 
Um, this is an impossible movie. Yeah, you can't. Right. There's nothing. To um, do I used to think this is this is kind of weird watching these movies now. And I watched it. Remember, we did this with Jeannie and with Christina Aguilera. Right. Like I used to think she was so pretty, and you're watching now, you're like, I just a little. Yeah, yeah she's just young, twenty six uh, years old or something. And now, like watching this, I used to, for like a couple of years, I thought Sarah Michelle Gellar was like the prettiest like actress in Hollywood. Like I really like I had a Sarah Michelle Gellar thing going. I was Post I, didn't, I didn't much like Buffy, but I, I, I would go to see some of these movies. Yep. Uh, and I used to think she's think she's like like super high. Well, she's pretty girl. Like, yeah, she's it's pretty, but like it's not. Yeah, like, yeah no, it's no, it's not. And she just it looks. She's obviously she's young. Right. But when I'm seeing it, because I think she's almost exactly my age, like 44, I think she's a little older. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, she's really really attractive. But like when you're watching now, it's like, eh, it's yeah. Just, like a pretty college girl, but not yeah. Dance, like, eh. So uh, the director, uh, Shimizu, was eager to work on a remake of his own film as he saw it as an opportunity to improve and fix um, some of the perceived problems and flaws that were present in the original film. What the fuck could he have fixed? <laughs> it's a fucking disaster. This movie's a fucking disaster. This is a bad movie. Uh, so the, the movie also, they had a sequel come out, Grudge Part 2. Yep, yep. Um, that only made $38 million domestic. It made a lot more money worldwide. But Simon Shagel has, a, has a, I guess, a, a cameo in that. Um, she does. Yeah, her sister is the one that goes to, comes to find her, basically. Amber Tamblyn. Yeah. Um, I've not seen this movie. I, no, I, I just I read a quick thing. I mean, hopefully we won't have to cover that. Jesus, hopefully. That would be it. No. That would be very hard. We'd have to have a really high, like, it would have to be, like, the right week and a really high opening day, uh, opening oh week God, or something. It would be a disaster. Uh, part three was straight to video, but then they came out with a part, like, a remake. 2020. Like, like last year. They did. Made good money. I tell you, these some of these horror movies are just like it's fucked up because you know they're critic proof. Yeah, because kids don't read reviews, right? So like, you can but like, like even Roger the, give it one star. But if you, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, if this is scored like a forty percent. Yeah, I know. So that doesn't make sense to me that it, you'd think after the first wave of people going out to see it, that first week or first two first week, people would be like, "Eh, it wasn't that good." Well, they they kind of did. This didn't have a long like these horror movies very. But still, 110 million North America is fuck. That's a lot. Right, but it made like 38 opening weekends. And then, you know, yeah. the bigger tell for that, to your point, is the sequel. Like, to go from 110 to 38, that's a that's bad. Yep. Like, that makes that's sense. bad. Yeah. Like, that's a, that shows you that people didn't like the first one, obviously. You know, because what happens is sometimes you'll see sequels outdraw the original. Right. Because think about, like, especially in the 80s, 90s, or 2000s, you had cable runs, and you had uh, DVD sales or yeah. rentals. And you're like, oh, maybe I didn't catch it the first time, but I'll definitely go and see the second one. Right. Where this is just proof that the first one was just complete trash, sewage, if you will. And, um, I mean, actually, I mean, like, chunks of shit. Yeah, right. Like just floating, floating by around. you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, you know, just corn. Yeah. And, and just think about all the things that are around you. That's what this movie is yes. it's that bad this is an absolutely terrible poop terrible soup movie. if you will poop soup uh i would not eat you probably would but i would not why, would, why would you think that i would <laughs> are you kidding me you have strange- first of all i'm a very restricted diet i guess what i thought yeah but there. it does not include uh, poop okay. <laughs> 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 to hear that. Uh, this is a. Uh, so, do you agree this is one of the? Do you agree to like? Do you agree my ranking of the worst movies? Of I'm not no because so, so Identity Thief is actually uh, lower on my on you my really list than yours. Me. I fucking hate that movie. I want to punch everybody in that movie. Uh, but it's got a. I, it's probably bottom five, bottom six, but it's probably pretty close. Probably pretty close. Pretty close. There's not like the thing. It's. I think it's actually it's, it's worse than uh, you had a. I know it really affected you. It affected me too. But um, City of Angels. City of Angels yeah, is a fucked up movie. Yeah, it's, it's a creepy, creepy movie. Yeah. And it's it's show it shows like a really like disgusting mind like a really creepy mind. Something's really wrong. It's still the most disturbing film we've seen. It's pretty yeah. disturbing. I've done over two hundred of these. That's that's yeah. But I think this is a worse movie than that than that is. That's at least like creepy and interesting. Actually, that's probably scarier than this movie. <laughs> it's definitely scarier than this movie. <laughs> we did Blair Witch. 
we've done Sixth Sense. Yeah, I think I think City of Angels is the scariest movie we've covered. Yeah, it's pretty this thing creepy. too is like I was thinking. So I was, I was watching the movie and I thought to myself, Ah, this is why PG thirteen horror movies don't work, right? Like you can't show gore and you can't show these things. But then I'm like, Wait a second, we've covered a couple PG thirteen horror movies, we or have. at least one in Sixth Sense. Yep, that is like a fan. A, the, my favorite, you know, my, maybe my second favorite horror movie, favorite horror movie ever made. You know, or Shining. This. Yep. Um, or Shining um, Blair Witch is uh where which is up there it's rated r that's very good yeah is it rated r yeah uh is it really i thought so right maybe because of language then because they don't show anything yeah it's language if it was right if you say fuck twice it's r yeah so by all but really it's a gore yeah exactly so i'm thinking like you don't you don't need to show you do not it just takes a you you know a good director a good script like the scariest like the the scare here would be like a little boy would like open like a six-year-old boy would open his mouth real wide too wide and the black would come out and you know, his mouth would kind of get like really dark and he'd go meow. The one gore thing was the, was the jaw, was the open jaw of Yoko. Yes. She was slaughtered, which that didn't make sense either. So when you're killed, so why did she get turned into whatever this thing is called? It's like an O, uh, like a demon, uh, uh yeah. On Rio. Oh, sure. Is the name of the Japanese demon. Yep. So why did she get turned into that? But not that the couple, that moved into the house. No, who they was were just found, found in the dead in the attic. And how long were they there? They looked kind of they looked decomposed, decomposed but been not there a for lot. A day. I thought they were there for. No, they said like we haven't talked to them in a day, right? I guess it was only a day. Uh, yeah, it jumped around time wise. That's right. She was only there for like a day. So, what the fuck? And then what the fuck happened to the sister? She got pulled under the covers, but then did she go somewhere? No, she, they didn't find her body in the in their uh, apartment. This makes this is like. It's a pretty funny scene. That, uh, so the police get involved. You know, there's a lot of crime happening, right? Yes. People are disappearing. And the cop tells her, Michelle, go, listen, we dealt with this a couple years ago. If the dead get basically get you, like you're, you're fucked, you're dead. So, and he goes, sorry. And like does like the Japanese bow and walks away. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What a, what a sad conversation. You know what made me chuckle too is his pictures of his buddy cops. Yeah. They're that like at the bar. It looked so staged and you know, fake. It looked like the least fun like, time ever. He's like looking at his picture of his friends that I guess also had been attacked by them. We don't really, it's not really explained. Yeah, they happened. were killed by the house. They were investigating it and got killed uh, under, under, um, yeah, under weird circumstances, I guess. I don't right, know. but we don't really, we yeah, don't know. Not really explained. No, nothing's explained. So, yeah. yes. well, like, so he's looking through, like, he's like reminiscing to his photos <laughs> of his buddies. And right, I mean, it looks like the worst time ever. Like the worst party. It looks like, uh, I, like I don't want to hang out with these trips. I'm glad they died. Yeah, I mean, it does. better off. Way better off. Uh, it, this film is all shot in Japan, which is interesting. I, I love that. I know. I love it too. It, maybe, I love a location. It made Japan look like Pittsburgh. The most boring yeah. parts of Japan, like take the like the and, and actually Pittsburgh is more, he says the bridges. Right, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh. As if Pittsburgh was landlocked, like no water around it at all, so no bridges and no like Pac Bell, but like the actual like urban. If you ever been to Pittsburgh, like the more urban part of sure. it, like uh, I mean not urban, I mean like the hotels and the like, but like not on the not on the side the stadiums are on. To the other side, it looks like that. The most boring, basic nondescript and if you've seen this is tokyo so if you've seen like um what was the uh who's the who's the chef that killed himself um if you, uh, see oh, bourdain. bourdain yeah his episode in tokyo it's one of the most beautiful which sh- a movie we've covered in the show or, yeah Lost Translation. Translation. it's one of the most beautiful like vibrant incredible things stuff. to look at you're exactly right this looks like a fucking like looks moscow like a, like or something like behind like the iron cleveland curtain. or something yeah. i like cleveland but like it, it's just like this yeah, like, cool. like a like a steel mill town it's very like, weird the steel mills we don't get to see anything cool about like it. the town in deer hunter was like more cheery <laughs> than this remember. than like than like the tokyo town like that this is supposed to be like, when you know like tokyo like matt said is like it's like well, a video game in one spots. of the most impressive places yes 
It's almost like because the guy moves there, it's like he, like you miss out. Like ho hum. It's a, it's not as exciting to him. Yeah, like, we're on. Lo- so why do it there? Then shoot it in the United States. Like Sofia Coppola obviously doesn't live in Japan. So like for her to go there, she's looking at it like from American and like oh my god, all the wonder that there's this that glass we would have. bubble room hanging out over the city that yeah, they're sitting in. It's, it's like it's all wild and new and fresh and exciting and vibrant. Yeah, but for this guy, it's like it's like just the end of the day in yeah, life. So it's like eh. And that's kind of how you felt, like, look at the landscapes. Because there's even a shot of Sarah Michelle Gellar and this cop talking on a roof, and you're like, all right, here we go. Like, cool. We'll see some skyline. No, no, I'm going to show you, like, a dirty lake and, like, (laughs) two, like, random buildings. It looks like the Chernobyl. Like, 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 what the fuck? Could not have been more boring. So boring. This is not a good movie. And not like the cool Chernobyl. Like, Chernobyl before, like, the the place exploded. Like, it was, like, this boring Russian communist city. Yeah. That's what it looked like they shot it at. I don't know what they were thinking. Well, they were thinking they were going to make a lot of money after Ringu. <sighs> yeah, right, right. And they did. I mean, they, they did. They it worked. Money, it, 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 you know, uh, but it's really terrible. It's not even like a fun, terrible, like, battle, no, it's like not. Battlefield Earth. We well, can kind of laugh at it and its stupidity. It's just kind of, it actually is kind of a slog. I was bored. It's boring. It's like, and then you have like Thomas, uh, is that, no, it's not Thomas Mathiper. What is it? What's William? What's his first name? Who's the, uh, who's his cousin? Um, Oh, which one was he? Was he the kid or was he? No, the, no, no, the... no, no. You don't know who that is. No, uh, no, he's uh, he's the uh, him and Clea Duvall. They move into the house. It's his mom. It's the old lady. That's right. Um, I've seen her in stuff. She oh, was she in? She was in. Uh, what was she in? She seemed familiar to me. She's yeah, she's familiar. I don't I don't know what she's in exactly, but um, yeah, she's been in stuff. But uh, Clea Duvall is in the faculty and things like that. Okay. Um, but uh, what's it? It's, uh, so anyway, that guy is Tom Cruise's uh, cousin. Uh, I think it's I William Mapper but he's in the Lost. He's in a bunch of episodes of Lost. Oh, that's where I recognize. Um, yeah, he's been, he's also sense. been like in a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Uh, but he looks like kind of like Tom Cruise, but then, like, but not. No, but he does look like him. I guess a little bit. It's odd. Uh, and he's in it like for like ten minutes, and then he gets killed. It's it's very odd, and like. I just can't get over how boring. It's like, really boring. You this should... director must think, and maybe he's right. Like Americans are so boring. I guess. Like, oh, here's another American couple. It just very, very basic. They talk about like, he's like, oh, he's like, I got to go. Uh, like, I, he, he's like, I guess an accountant or something. And the white, they moved to Japan. The wife's like, hey, I'm not really happy here. Like, I'm a law. Like, I don't. Know no one speaks my no language. language. It's like, uh, duh. Yeah, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. He's like, oh, you know, I, I, just, I need you to promise that you're going to give it a fair shake, which is kind of cliche, whatever. And then he goes, you know, someone's got to, you know, count the beans. Like someone, like the most cliche, like bizarre, like no account. I can't actually ever say that. No. So it was very weird. It was very weird. He didn't sell that account job very well, but they didn't sell anything very well. No. Which uh, is, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a piece of shit. Don't watch this terrible movie. movie. Yeah. There's no, we've done it's it for you. So you don't even have like, to. It's not. You yeah. can't make fun of it. And I think you are you hit the nail on the head in the beginning when you said that, that we don't care about these people. No. It's like if we would have followed, even Sarah Michelle Gellar, we can't, she's in and out. Like we don't follow, we, we're with her a little bit, but not enough to really care about it. You need to see someone's journey through this, even if it ends poorly. If we had a character to connect to, to care about it would make a difference, but we just don't. Sarah Michelle Gellar, attractive girl for sure. Uh, I don't know if I would say she's like Carl Lewis. I don't know if she's a great runner. 
reason I bring that up is uh, near the end of the movie, the boyfriend, for some reason, oh goes to the haunted house. That was the other thing. And then he uh, <laughs> he leaves a message for, or gives her a note saying, hey, I'm going to the haunted house, basically. And she, she's like, oh, no, because she knows she at that point knows the haunted house is all about. Yes. Well, I guess, well, no, we never really figure out what it's all about. No, we don't. She knows either. it's a bad place. And instead of choosing to take a cab, which other characters in the film have done, she chooses to then run all the way from her hotel or no, their house. Their apartment, yeah. Their apartment, house or whatever. Which seems far away because she seems to be in a bit more of like an urban like setting. She like does. A, like a city and area. And it's a little bit more suburban. This seems a lot more residential. Yeah. So it seems like, and they show three different shots of her running in three different neighborhoods. It must have been quite a jump. But she, meanwhile, I guess the Sarah Michelle Geller has great uh, stamina. She can run because she never, she never jogging. It's a sprint. No, the entire, she's sprinting it's a the entire sprint time. The whole it time. is, yes. And, uh, and she gets there. She's not even out of breath. Like Hawkeye. She's, it's the Hawkeye sprint. Yeah, I was I was thinking more like top uh, Tom Cruise in uh, the firm. Um, he oh, just uh, runs around for no reason. Yeah, well, I was thinking about uh, what's the movie with uh, Daniel Day Lewis there where he runs the entire. Oh, why is it Hawkeye? Last but at least yes, yes. But but I gotta give Geller credit. Not out of breath at all. No, no she sweaty, did very, looks no, great when no, she gets there. She does. Yes, completely composed. Ran full out sprint for like three miles. At one point, she's even running in the road. What an idiot that that boyfriend odd. went to that that house. Is that, like, the, is that the most boring performance ever? What's Jason Bear is his name? Right? Yeah, has he done anything else? He's TV stuff, like okay, very yeah. basic, like oh. WB. Uh, oh, right. Like, you know, like he's like the third boyfriend on Dawson's Creek. I got it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, it's so boring. Did I, you, do you think this was going to be his big break too? Like this is going to put me on the map? I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he had high hopes coming into this. He was second build. I mean, the movie made a hundred and, you know, 110 million domestic. Guess, I'm sure yeah. at that point you're hard to go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, but just the most like just it's not even it's not even really his fault it's the you usually a script has things you you can hold on to about a character yeah and it said nothing the only actually one it did actually have a character that had a lot of stuff going on um bill pullman's wife so sarah michelle geller eventually goes and says hey i want to talk about your husband and the wife says all right i'll talk i'll talk to you yep and she goes up and meets the uh the widow of bill pullman who had died three years earlier in this film. Right. The wife is dressed to the nines. She has a bright red dress on, full makeup, and looks unlike any character we've seen in this film. Looks she's like out she's, of the town. It looks like she might be like a... I don't know if they're insinuating she's a prostitute. Oh, maybe. Or if she... Because she's in this... Not like she's rich now. She's in the same apartment. Because that's how Sarah Michelle Gellar found right. her. So... Uh, but they never, maybe, I mean, uh, you know, she could also be going out for a nice dinner. Yeah, but they could have, but, but then they, why, why they, don't explain that? They make no effort to explain. Yeah, she should have just been in some jeans or something. Uh, it was so bizarre. You know what else was bizarre? Was the, uh, there was, so when Cher, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller's character wakes up in the hospital. Yes. So she's been traumatized. So of course the spirit didn't kill her no, then. No, 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 Just no. kind of toying with her like yeah, a cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, you know, she's, but they cops find her, whatever, they bring her to the hospital. She wakes up. Her boyfriend's kind of sitting in the yes. other room. It's pretty awesome. And suites in uh, in ho- hospitals in Tokyo have suites. So you've got the, the the neighboring adjoining place where your loved ones can sit. It's not like how it is in America where right. you're all in the it's same good. room or two people to a room. It's very nice there. She looks over to him. He comes over and, and he says, it's okay. Everything's fine. She just died of natural causes. Right. Without being prompted of like like no one said anything Sarah Miguel uh Sarah Michelle Geller never said I'm worried about that woman there were ghosts in the house or anything he just offers oh everything was fine she just died of natural causes like yeah, out of the blue strange. like what yeah. the fuck then I, th- I when that happened I thought he was like in it somehow I thought he was yeah. in it. like he was like I don't it's know not much of a gr- it's a weird grudge I can't quite get over that well it's a grudge but yeah cuz who's it? so Who I guess is the, the grudge too cuz the wife is 
was gr- gr- had the grudge because the husband killed her. Right. I'm. I think that wife killed the husband. Are you sure the wife didn't kill the husband? Well, the guy's hanging because they keep. Making I thought him he the, made her. Yeah. But they keep having the body bang against the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, insinuating yeah. that he hung himself. Maybe she hung him. I don't know. I don't Maybe she made him hung. But they show they show her, him get mad at her. They show him like kind of kill her. Well, he kills her, but then I mean, after she's a oh, spirit, so then, so then, then she goes back and kills him. Maybe. Uh, I don't. Maybe not. I don't think so. But I, I wouldn't. But rule, she would I have the grudge. I can't rule out. But did she? She but didn't what, have the. But that shouldn't that have ended the, this grudge? Yes, she's angry at him. He's dead. We're done. Right. And the kid would have had a grudge too, I guess, over the so dad. So who's, the, dad got who's the kid mad at? Kid, kid the, the mad dad. at the dad because the dad killed him. The dad's dead. So why him. is he mad at just random people? Doesn't make sense. I kept waiting for this anti-American thing. Like, oh, actually, you know, they're, this family's grandfather to like right. enslave them or like hurt them. Or, right. I kept waiting for like uh, a reason for this grudge. Nope. Like, some, like I think I, I think I've, I have a bigger grudge like against you for your, your various crimes and misdemeanors. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> that wasn't than, telegraphed. Than they have in this movie. I've had zero crimes and misdemeanors. Right. I've been right. an excellent right. partner yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> right. And you know what I'm like, I, but it, no, but at least there'd be some reasons valid. there. Right. right. At least we have conversations or yes. something. But these random people who come I mean, into like the house. Like a total stranger. And, and, and juxtapose that versus Beetlejuice. They were, they were angry at first when the people came and lived in the house, but they got to know each other. But they explained why. Like, but oh, like, exactly. This is our house. They're they annoying. By having, right. They're, they're, they're putting all this art deco in our beautiful right. house, our beautiful 1800s house. But because so it's all angry. from the ghost perspective and they also could explain why they were angry, we right. understood. Yes. But these ghosts, did they try to communicate? This should really be called like not a grudge. Not a grudge. It's not a grudge at it's all, not, really. It's just like no. random attack, which is a different... Well, like, all right, fine. Like, some haunted, like, poltergeist, right? Like, they wanted, well, they wanted Carol Ann for a reason, though. They like, did. She was uh, psychic. And then, like, even, like, The Shining, where The Shining is... um Danny being psychic yeah well i think it's just like they um you know the whole thing about shiny is is it's kind of ambiguous but there's so many different theories that it could be it's it's interesting but the idea is that this is but they say it's built an ancient burial ground so in theory like they're trying so i think there's some of that element of sure they're uh they're poisoning the souls of the of the white people that go there uh or the non non uh, native americans that go there where this and maybe they're just mad that people are moving in but like then, is it kind of Beetlejuice situation? Yeah, maybe try to talk to him. Try to work it out. But then it's not a grudge. It's just uh, you're in my house. So, so, so you're an husband, invader. That's kind of weird too. Right? The husband finds out that she's cheating, right? Which is, you know, that's, that sucks. You know, he reads that diary. Yeah, that does So suck. then he cuts her face out of like hundreds of pictures. I mean, that takes time and effort. That's a lot. Why even do that? Just drown her and get her over with. That's like, what I think. Wow. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The picture, the pictures, the faces, that's a lot of work. See, I thought for some reason, I thought it was the kid that was doing that. He was angry that the mom was cheating, but I guess it must have been the husband. Maybe. Could have been the kid. This, it was very ambiguous. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. It makes sense. And, actually, and I can't and believe they killed the cat too. Like, why? <laughs> dunk. Kill the cat. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get why. What was the purpose it's, of that? Yeah. And then like, you know, people will go to the house and then like, they're not. I mean, not seeing anyone should be afraid to see a cat, but no one ever even seems that confused to see the cat. No, they're obviously freaked out when they see like this, like, you know, these, these demons, but sometimes the kid is all grayed out and has the black mouth yeah. and black eyes. And sometimes the kid looks like a normal kid just yeah. sitting upstairs. So right. why, why is it sometimes a ghost and sometimes not? And so and the demons can call on the phone. So then I read about it too in the wiki and wiki's saying it possess like once you, so then if you kill the next person, that person becomes the grudge and that person can go and kill someone else. And that person, well, that becomes would make a grudge. sense. But, that's not but really that does here, not happen. Yeah. The only one time that that happens is Yoko gets killed. Right. And Yoko dripping wet, bleeding her fucking ass off goes in and kills the, the guy who runs the 
whatever that social services yeah so place. she feels like but that's well, the only gr- ex boss so maybe she's mad at him for sending her there but that okay fine that's but grudge. that's but that's the only grudge it's a pretty mild because then because you don't have the sister who gets killed going kill someone else right. you don't have the the wife uh gets killed cleo is that her name Cleo. Yeah. yeah you don't have her kill the husband right so it's not passing on i don't get it because she's japanese okay but then but then she's the only one like this is not perpetuating anyway. No. It's just all anchored around the house. Burn that motherfucker down. Of course, well, they, they tried. tried. They tried. It didn't work. Apparently, it's they saved the house. So is then the house possessed? It can protect itself from fire. Yeah, the house is definitely possessed. So then the house, who put out the fire? Okay. And how did Sarah Michelle Geller not die in the fire? They yeah, don't show that. They don't, they, how do we? Where, she looked great. Where the cop? Like she looked great. Yeah, she had some bruises on her. But yeah, she was like fine. but I have no burns. No, though. she wasn't burned. Yeah. You think she, it's quite a movie. The grudge. Yeah, this is a piece of grudge. shit. Let's never, let's never see this again. I so you had to pick, like, what was it? Was it Number like one? It, it was fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's unlucky. Yep. Well, hopefully we'll never get to it again. Is there anything else that you want to talk about on this no. one? heaven so this was the audible (laughs) i can see why they're lonely boys (laughs) yes they are song sucks uh (laughs) you probably like it oh i fucking hate it no this is a type of song what do you want you want me to like it because no i I, I, I was like (laughs) well no at least i had something we had to we had about an hour and a half left Needed to figure out. I knew that uh, I knew this one really well. So this is the kind of song that you listen to once, you size up immediately, and you're forever annoyed if you ever hear it again. But yes. the problem is yeah. it gets played on the radio forever. This is, do you know, this was on the radio oh, all the yeah. time, right? Oh, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're not good with titles, so I said the name, and, and you didn't quite recognize it. Well, I was, I was in the car, and I just spent I just spent a couple hours prepping for other band, Metric. No, about 15 minutes, maybe. That's not true. I spend more time prepping than you think I do. Really? Yeah. Well, I maybe spend, it'll show yeah, next time. I spent a good oh, yeah, hour and a half. I was listening to, I, I listened to like a good chunk of that album. Yeah, yeah. I listened to other songs they've done. I... I hadn't watched the video yet, but I, I done just about everything else. I was pretty much done for the show. I yeah. was like ready to like. You're ready to go. Yes. Well, I apologize, but you must have in your travel. See, I know you did. Well, I you did. Saw, I was going to shit on you. You're like 2000. I'm like, why is he doing like Matt's Carano? Another Carano, like bizarre Another. Move. Like, let's talk. It was just a mistake. Sometimes people make mistakes. Sometimes. When so I was like, I was just shit on for it, you know? That's that was, fine. Do you want to? Commence soon. No, I mean, you're, it's, it's, I already, I admitted to it. I apologize. Oh, I, I, and I admitted to it. Like, when is he going to figure this out? <laughs> right before the <laughs> like, show. Like, I'm like, this is, this is how he preps this show. It's so bizarre. <laughs> really? A strange so? man. No, I really like doing it that way. Cause it's like, it's heightened. It's heightened. It's like you have, you have urgency there. So like you focus in, you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I could do it over the course of days, but that I'm, I don't, I don't like to work like that. I like to complete a project. I like yeah. to go in, get ready make it happen and make then it happen and then and then and then be done and move on so this was definitely a song that i could make happen and then we could be done and move on but it's a type of song like i said it's a type of song that you just that you it's listen awesome. to the first time and you're fucking oh my god it's a two chord song um all their songs are the same did you listen to any, oh yeah any well, time? i tried an it's hour like, and a half but yes it, no, well, it, no a lot of them were very similar it's very yeah, yeah. even if you listen i listened to their most recent album i think it was maybe 2013 or something well then they at least have some more instruments though 
They do, but it's still the same thing. It's like, can you do a sad song? Like you can mm. do a slower song yeah, or a kind of right. a reggae song, right. but they're always sort of major happy, happy-ish. Yeah. Well, the, the songs make me sad. Yeah, yes, they do. They're like um, the worst version of a jam band ever, too. Because <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go to this this really cool band and go see this like jam band. If you're a jam band aficionado, you are a fish fan. Fish? Well, I did back in the day, but that was 20 years ago, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like, and there's some I can appreciate uh fish uh trey uh anastasio's got the second best guitar tone ever he's got beautiful guitar they're all really good musicians it's 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 not that i get it's you get i understand why people get tired of it there's the jams can be way too fucking long and sometimes they don't make a lot of sense i'd rather a more succinct thing but the album rift is really good and they have a lot of other good recordings in in patches on their in their other albums but but like at least fish is interesting like there's nothing it is it is literally a two chord song that just repeats over and over. Even if you listen to the voices in all the other songs, it's kind of the same har- yeah, harmonies, right? It's, it's two voices. Yeah. So Lost Lonely Boys, and then Dave Chappelle's got the joke. It's like, this is the, the jam pamphlet, like, if you, or the, the skit. Did you ever see the skit where um, Chappelle... Um, skit, by the way, is a tell, by the way. It's not a skit. No, no. Keep <laughs> on okay, counting. We are in a corporate boardroom. You can see people behind us working in the bullpens, and right now a meeting is in progress. We want to see what happens when you play electric guitar in the most professional of settings. Ready, John? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm go, ready. go. You ever see this uh, sketch? The contention is, uh, is uh, Dave Chappelle says, uh, people tell me that white people can't dance, but I just say they don't dance unless they have the right setting, and the right setting for white people to dance is the electric guitar. And it's that jammy, it, like, he, he plays like a jammy... No, but it's not this song. It's not, no, it's, it's not, but it's, but, it's very, but it's very similar. Well, it's the is like, a, it's Hispanic people, Mexican. Uh, yeah, but this Mexican is like what white people want to dance too. to, is what Chappelle would say. It's oh, this I think, type well, of I think music. White people are the ones who, like, this was number one on Adult Contemporary, which is a white, that's about as white as you can get. <sighs> Pretty much, yeah. So yeah. We'll get into so that in a second. Um, but anyway, so Lost Lonely Boys, 1996 to 2019 when JoJo left the band. It was JoJo, Ringo, exactly. and Henry Garza. I was upset when JoJo left. Or is it? It's not Ho-Ho, is it? Because it's a Spanish name. Oh, J-O-J-O. I think JoJo is, right? Let's say JoJo. That was a bad day. That was a bad day, 2019. They don't know where they're going to go from here, but they've done... Listen to this, too. They've done... So they do, this is their debut album and it's uh, their de- debut, it's their name is Lost Lonely Boys. Then they do two live albums in a row in 2005 and 2006. Then they do another two regular albums and then they're like run out of steam. They do a Christmas album. Well, they do a regular album. They do an EP. Yeah. <laughs> they do a regular album and that's it. Like there, there's, there's huh. not a lot there. What, what do you expect? What do we want from them? I mean, this, they, they, obviously I know they're also, uh, you know, uh, they're also Hispanic as well, but like they do sound very similar to Santana. Um, yeah, but like, cause but also no. like, not, not like old Santana, but Santana of this time, like, like that Rob Thomas stuff. It does. Yes, exactly. It does sound very This similar. sound, right. Santana, not like early seventies. No, no, Santana. Early 2000s. Exactly. Santana. Early 2000s. Santana. It's exactly. Very, very similar. People were con- comparing it to, so they're, it's a Texas band, but it's like this Tex-Mex style. Right. And they were trying to make parallels to Stevie Ray Vaughan, but it's not even close. Like if you listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan music, it's like way grittier. You know, it's got a lot more heart to it. These guys just got, got nothing. I hate the, I think I just hate the blues at this point. Everything has, has like a oh, blues. Oh no. Well, so, hmm. it all sucks. 
I'm not a big blues guy either, but Stevie Ray Vaughan is a very moving player. He's a he's a phenomenal Who's player. Who's the guy you like that I hated? Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, there's a blues to, player? Uh, he had kind of a boozy. A bluesy. It's not, it's not Steve Winwood, but it's someone like that. Someone has a name. Oh, Hornsby. Yeah, but Bruce I don't Hornsby. think I don't think that's bluesy. I think it's totally different. Way different. That's way different. You're mixing like genres all over the place. I don't like Bruce Hornsby. Hornsby. Back in the high life again, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, that was like one of the first discs I ordered off that. What's the, what's the Columbia House? Columbia House? Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, back yeah, of that album yeah. with the back in the high life. I was like so excited to get really? it. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know why. That's, all, that's, all right. that's, a, that's a fun song. Yeah, but that, it's not a bad song. That song is better than anything Bruce Hornsby's ever done. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's bullshit. But Steve Winwood's early stuff with Traffic is actually like really good. Really interesting. Yeah. Man. He's well, just a he young um, kid. Give me some loving. He did. That's him. Spencer that's Davis. Group, yes, right? that's yeah, him. That's a really good song. And he's great. At, yeah, he's fucking it's like one of the best songs in the 60s. I know it's overplayed now. It's kind of but it's really a great song. Really yeah, great song. And he's playing the keys on that and singing his face off. Like you can you can see live footage. He's a kid. He's like a teenager. Tra- right? Exactly. You can see live wild. footage of really early on where he's just like a teenager playing. Um, I don't know if it wasn't. I don't think it's Woodstock footage, but something like that where him live and it's it's like really impressive to see because he's a skinny white kid who's singing this soul music yeah at the top of his lungs and playing awesome keyboards at the same time he's, he was a really talented guy but then he went kind of cheesy in the 80s but that's not that's a good song yeah that's a good song um anyway so you're exactly right with the adult contemporary so it peaked at number 16 heaven peaks at number 16 in the hot 100 only time they've ever been on the hot 100 this is definitely a one-hit wonder um, but then it hits the adult contemporary chart for 20 weeks, like forever. Number one. Yes. Or, no, or just on the chart. No, uh, no, wait, 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 sorry. 16 weeks as number one on the adult contemporary wow, chart. That's a long 16 time. weeks. That's why we heard it all over the place. You never watched Seinfeld, did you? If you don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah, all right. I just don't like, it's I don't good. like him. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. So it's hard to watch. I that like Jerry Seinfeld so much more than you. <laughs> Like you get to rank people, like because Jerry Seinfeld is like one of my favorite. Oh, I thought you were ever. saying you like him more than I like him. You're no, saying no, no like, I like him more than you. Like, it's, like I, lo- I love Jerry. So why do you much. go? Uh, <laughs> why? Like, Wait, uh, do you really like him just because of his show? His stand-up, I actually really his stand-up do, sucks. Do, 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 I, someone I'm sure would be like, oh, it's the Shauna stuff. You know, he did he did high school where when he was a, like a grown up had a hit show on NBC. Can't really excuse that. So that that I, I have no defense for the show Shauna Launstein stuff. But the other stuff though, I, I just like him. I like that he, even like I know like like on KMS they'll make fun of him being grumpy, or whatever. I know Blind Mike doesn't really care for him. Uh, I really like. I just I just, just like, like his show. I, you, I like I like him. I, like I just him. like I, 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 I like love his I love his stand up. I know now it's like oh it's like you kind of roll your eyes at it, but when it came so, out it was it was really fresh. Was it? Yeah, like their observational humor, and he was the best at it in the '80s. Like no one was doing that in this, you know, the '70s as much, and no one did it as simply as well as him. And I love how he crafts every syllable and things like that. But on the show, uh, there's an episode where they have a, a marathon runner, um, uh, and he's terrified of being late for the marathon. So, Jer- and he's going to stay at a hotel, but the hotel loses power or something. So he ends up at Jerry's house, and Jerry's like, "I'm going to set an alarm clock," and no matter what, we'll make sure that you get up on time for the race. Yep. He's like, what do you want? And Jerry's like going over the top of this guy. Cause Jerry's like really like, um, obsessed with making sure this guy gets up on time. So he's like setting the alarm clock radio for him. He's like, what do you want? Do you, do you want, you know, rock? What do you want to wake up to rock? It's a clock radio. Right. Uh, do you want country Western? Yes. Adult contempo. <laughs> and for adult some reason, contempo? like adult contempo, when he calls it, like whenever I hear like adult contemporary, that, I always, it makes you laugh. I think because of that tempo. I don't know. Like it's, it's such a throwaway. Thing. I'm sure nobody else even thinks about that. Cause it wasn't like, it doesn't even really get a laugh in this show. It was if, just I, like, if I go back and watch it, will I like it? 
No, no. Seinfeld the show. No. The, the problem now with Seinfeld is twofold. A, it's a thousand years old. Like I liked Curb. That's the, well, that's the other problem. So if you watch Seinfeld now and you've watched Curb before, Seinfeld feels neutered, which it was. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, it's on. Because it was on network yeah, TV. Network like, TV. But like if you watch it now, you're like, oh, there's something like missing here. Like there's like, because that edge. Yeah. You yeah. watch Seinfeld in the 90s. I know this is hard to believe if you're younger, but like. It had edge. Like no one made masturbation jokes on TV. Like they had a whole episode about it. Like no one made, no one pushed the envelope in the clever way they did. Yep. And no one like went to these like bizarre, like talking points. Sure. It was all creative and new and like never seen before when Seinfeld was happening. But so many shows have ripped it off. And then on top of it, like Curb is like so much edgier. It is. So the, now Seinfeld has no edge. And now it just seems like, like, and also hasn't resonated like friends and the office are huge hits with millennials. They are. When you show a millennial Seinfeld, it doesn't have a scene because it, it's too mean. Like uh, they don't like that energy that they have. Like it's a caustic energy. I see. And if they want that caustic energy, they'll just go watch Curb. Right. Um, so like it's almost like Curb made it so like Seinfeld has no place. So the office is more uncomfortable, but not, not mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The office so they can handle that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like the edgier millennials will like watch The Office. But and I lived through that time. But looking back, you don't think it'll it'll it won't really hold up for me. I'm, I didn't really like it. It's so time. weird. I, that's very bizarre to me. Your TV is so bizarre to me. And I it's I, it's it's very like I can't believe you lived that time you didn't watch Seinfeld. Like that's weird to me. Yeah. Never. Everybody watched it. Yeah. It never was. Uh. Yeah. Never. I just didn't like it. Didn't, Did you watch, didn't resonate for me. But Kirk. Said, I didn't like. I didn't watch Friends either. Didn't like. Kirk Friends. Said he's never seen an episode of Friends, which is which is equally bizarre. I mean, I've seen episodes of Friends. Yes. I just didn't like it. It's just too. Oh, I don't like it. it was way too, too like, cheesy. Too cheesy. Yeah, I don't want to. Like, no. Like fucking smelly catch. Like I don't want songs on smelly. It never, I don't felt, care. It never felt real. It's not how me and my that. friends talk. I liked. Uh, no, I. I think I liked more of the procedurals. I liked uh, NYPD Blue. I liked ER. I liked. Um, I liked. Those are two good shows. I liked Serious. Oh, did you, you watch any comedies when you were a kid? I must have. Yeah, I must have. Yeah. I must have. But you said you never watched, um, was it, you never watched King of Queens. Um, did you watch? Like, I feel like King of Queens happened after I was in college by that it point. It did, yeah. And was, so I was, I mean, I wasn't watching second, any right. TV then. I was watching no, movies right, and, right, right. and that I'm trying stuff. to go to other, like comedies in the 90s you would have watched. Like Roseanne, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Watched, was I watched all Roseanne. So that was a little earlier. Probably seen Home every episode. Home Improvement I watched. See, yeah. that was dumb. Like, you watch Home Improvement now, Home Improvement does not hold up. No, of Roseanne holds up. Yeah. No, shows every about, episode of Roseanne. Shows about like poor people hold up. Like, um, like all in the family is very middle class yeah. and like their problems, like middle class problems never quite go away. I would say that's that 70s show in college. Uh, see, I never feel to me, but I, I, but I get it. I mean, I had a great you know, yeah. charismatic cast, not a great yeah, cast, yeah, but yeah. a charismatic cast. Um, no, I can see someone watching that and like, you know, eh, mildly. But Roseanne enjoyed. was before that. So I don't know what happened after Roseanne. I mean, they were, I mean, Roseanne and Seinfeld were on TV at the same time for like, cause Roseanne was just on forever. It was. Um, but by the time Seinfeld was a big hit, Roseanne was still on TV, which wasn't, was, was not like moving the needle anymore. Right. Um, Home Improvement was on the entire 90s. Home Improvement was Cheers, but then Cheers and Seinfeld only dovetailed for like three seasons. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot. I did watch some Cheers, but you not a lot You said you didn't watch a lot of Cheers either. I, th- I think, yeah, because a lot of it happened, started before I was really. It did. I mean, a lot of I mean? it, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, another show. Is I'm sure forever. I watched it. Did you watch yeah. Frasier? Uh, I did watch Frasier. So Frasier was on. Frasier and Seinfeld were like. Yeah. Um, I did watch Frasier. I like Frasier. Yeah. I can see being more Frasier guy than a Seinfeld guy. Yeah. Because like Seinfeld was like how me and my friends all dealt with each other. Even to this day, like, like we're just kind of like nasty and like fuck with each other all the time. But like Frasier is 
it's more like like they're more friendly than I feel like I watched more of the more of the TV stuff when I was younger. So even you know we saw the give me the break give me a break thing that you I probably saw a bunch of those episodes or like two two seven or like you, when I was I don't know just a kid I probably watched a lot more of the of the sitcoms or the stuff I'm that was happening in that clip by the way. And what I'm talking about it's is really a, a crazy. clip I found on YouTube. It's the show Give Me a Break with Nell Carter. Yes. Uh, she plays a, uh, uh, she's a black woman. She's a maid um, to this family of uh, uh, a widowed husband and his three daughters, right? Yes. And she yes, comes yes, in yes. and kind of plays like a mom figure, right? So there's six seasons of this show. And the cast changed for a variety of reasons throughout the show. So when the show first starts, it's just the dad, the three daughters, and, and Nell Carter, right? And then like as the show got more and more successful, they added people in because they wanted more plot lines. And then in the fourth season, the dad dies. That old, that older guy, he yes, died. He yes, had a heart yes, attack yes, and yes, died. Yes. Or no, he had cancer right there and died, excuse me, in between the fourth and fifth season. So the fifth season, the dad's gone, but they bring in all these people like Joey actors. Lawrence. <laughs> Joey Lawrence is in there. And then by the end, like Matthew Lawrence, his yes. brother's in there. Yes. This actress, uh, Telma Hawkins, you, you might not know her name, but you certainly know her face. She's in like a bunch of shows in the 80s and 90s. And they, uh, but then eventually even the daughters like leave the show. Like the show becomes something. There's like, like a teacher who's on that's Bill. There's like all these crazy like, people. by the end of the run, like it's entirely different. <laughs> And, but, but Nell, except for Nell Carter, it's an even the song changes. Like, yeah, it does. The they whole, go. It goes back though. It's really strange. They do like a more hipper song, but then they, they kind of bring they it back of, to like yeah. classic Coke. By the end of like the sixth season, it's not a show that anyone would ever want to watch. It is. It is. It's like why would anyone be drawn to this? And then, but you can see the show like like basically grow and grow and grow, and you see it. Like, disintegrate yes all in a matter of five minutes yes and you see these people all age over six years it's actually a really it's like, pretty funny it's a fascinating watch yeah it's like give me a break um seasons one through six get on youtube it's give me a break theme song and it's right there and it's like it's the most compelling five minutes you'll watch the other thing i wanted to say is i had a sister that was a year and a half younger than me you had a sister that's 10 years younger than you right uh, well eight years so, yeah eight, yeah well right but so we were close enough in age that some of my TV had to, t- we had like one TV in the house. So some right. of it had to tailor to what she wanted so to watch. So you wanted to watch like Blossom? Uh, we did watch, Lawrence? we watched Blo- Blossom. We watched Full House. Yeah. That was always a little young for me. Uh, I mean, I watched it. I mean, I watched it, end. yeah. Like, I didn't really Maybe the first few it. seasons, I was probably okay with it. Yeah, I get, I, it was more tolerable, but it was like, eh, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I was, just too, I was just too young for but it. But I, I was too old for it. My sister would get like her right. options too in there. Right. So she, there is no way in hell that she would have watched Seinfeld. Like that wouldn't have been. Yeah. But what else is she going to watch Thursday at nine 30 though? I don't know. I'm not sure what else was you know on. What I mean? or, nine or maybe it's like a base. Like, no, Cause that would have been summer. That wouldn't have happened. Maybe it was uh, I would have watched. I probably watched most of the Bruins games. So some of those would, would overlap. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think what else like, like, like Thursday at nine o'clock, especially when Seinfeld was really cranking. Like there were like, there was like nothing else on. Cause like everyone's just like, they just like, yeah, like we're not going to bother gonna, like put yeah. a white flag yeah. or they put on like, you know, ran against Seinfeld for a long time. Diagnosis murder. I believe never saw that, which was, uh, uh Dick Van Dyke. Yes. Uh, worked at a, uh, as a doctor at a hospital and they, just, they figure you know what? Like Scott Bay was in the show for a while. <laughs> like they, they basically put on like the oldest program possible because they figure no one over 50 is going to watch. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, which they're right. Yeah. So we might as well just get that audience. Oh, I'm sure my well, grandmother watched that. Because I mean, all they want in advertising is a 25 to 54. Right. But at some point, like total viewers does at least help a little bit when of you're course. pushing certain products. Yeah. So you're like, fuck it. We'll just like throw up like just completely against tight programming. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because we're going to lose anyway. Like, right. You know, everyone, NBC dominated Thursday nights for so long. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what I'm not sure what else would have been on. But by 2004, so like this year we're in right now, um, that was right at the end. No, you know what just started, I think? Uh, Joey. 
Friends, That's I think, right. ended uh, in uh, May of 2004, which I think is a week we might have covered in the show. Uh, and then um, in that fall is when Joey came. Joey ran for two years. Did it really? Terrible show. I bet. I, I had no interest. Absolutely horrible show. But by 2004, I'm in college. This is not by 90, 96. Oh, I'm not in college anymore. No, I'm out of college. Right. Yeah. But then I'm not, then it's different. Like my life is way different. I'm either doing music stuff. I don't watch a lot of TV after college. It's, it's high up through high school is when I'm watching on my TV. And there are other options like the M- MTV is way more interesting to me at that time. Is four? No, 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 no. I'm saying in high, oh, school, in high school, up, school, up oh, till 90s. 96, up till 96 yeah. when I go to high school. Right. Cause you got real world, at least for the first couple seasons I'm watching yeah, real world. Yeah. And, and there's other programming on there. VH1 and, um, and VH1 is better at that time. Not than, than, uh, MTV, yeah. but both. But it's better than it is, um, you know, 10 years after that. anymore, but yes. Right. But so there's just more, there's, yeah, there's way more options. Or but like, your TV takes are bizarre, though. Do you at least acknowledge that? I don't know. I guess it's different than yours, but I, I don't know. No, that, no, 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 no. I don't know that it's a lot different than my friend group, though. It's different than the world. Like, like Maybe, you don't, I don't you know. You don't know, like, you don't. All I can say is, what, like, you didn't know, like, Jerry Stiller was in King of Queens. You didn't, you never heard of uh, Boy Meets World. Like, that's very strange. I'd heard of Boy Meets you uh, World, it was but about. I'd never, <laughs> I've never seen it. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I was in college. I know, Matt. You don't have to see it. I said, there's the commercial, they still advertise. The show was still it the TV's like in my. That's not how my dorm worked. Like I lived in an art art. But the show dorm. was on for ten years. Man. Oh, you were in college for ten years. No, but then afterwards, I don't like. If there are a lot of my life after college. I didn't have cable because I just don't. I don't ever didn't want it. I, I understand. It's just, it's just, it's just very strange. Uh, yeah. So I didn't go to my like my mortgage company and you know around the water cooler and we're talking about fucking boy meets meets world. No, but you just see like if you're watching like football, you're watching fo- uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah, ABC show. They might advertise, Boy right? Meets which World is why I would have recollection of a of a show, but I but there's no context there. I might know that it exists, but it's not anchored with a show that I've seen. I yeah. don't know who any of the characters are, so I would just let that flush right out of my mind. Right, right. But I'm saying that's odd. Like 95 percent of people in our age group would know what that well, show is. I'm not saying point. they're all huge fans of it. And exactly, you're right. Like, hey, like you know, what? I was too old for that show. Yeah, it wasn't really for me. Um, but I know I it knew exists. it existed. But you didn't know anything about it, though. Yes, but that. But now that's you're. Yeah, but you're different. doubling back on the argument. You're. 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 No. You're changing the argument I'm not, here. Really not. Yes, you really are. <laughs> I'm saying that my the way that my brain works is I need to anchor something to something. Right. So if I right. just see a commercial, I'm going to zone out on a commercial in a football game unless I have a reference to what it is. Unless I've actually seen the the content that uh seen the content. I, I, I understand. And I have never I seen it. You're trying to apply logic, but I'm saying there's also this thing like the zeit. It's also just like living in the world. Like you are still encompassed <laughs> by things. So whether you want to, whether you're consciously subconscious, or you do accept me. I don't know why people didn't come up to me and start talking about Boy Meets World, but they did not, not do it. It's not what happened, though. It's not. It's not at all. It's just simply just living in this country. Like if you were in a foreign, if you were like in like another country for these ten years, I'd be like, oh, I get it. I get because it just it just, part, it just envelops you. Like whether it be like even we like, didn't have Twitter. No, it's not that. But even like looking through a magazine, like you might see there's just or an article. There's just like it's just part of just living in the world. It shows on for a decade. Yeah. So what your does, brain does is you like you you could just see these facts and you just hold them not, on you your head. Say facts. It's not, it's, it's not just facts. It's like it's not like I don't have like a facts of Boy It's simply that I know it. Like I could. Well, no, you watched. There's a big. You're a big fan of that show. I, I wouldn't say it's a big fan. I've seen. I've seen a huge fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it at all. <laughs> you're the biggest fan. You start a fan club. No, no, no. That's no, all right. No, no, no. no. I, I, you know, I say for much of its run, I was too old. I was for the entire run. I probably of course, was too old. Yeah, but but I. But you just kind of know things kind of exist. Like the show, like step by step. Like I know that was I on do Friday. know that it exists, and I, I've seen it. Yes, but that's the same. But that's the right. same. That's the same thing. It's also too yep. young for us. Yep, that's the same. That's the same thing as Boy Meets World. In fact, I think they were even on the same nights. Together. I don't. They're on the same network. 
I don't know why. I'm not sure. I know step by step. Facts. I got my government thinks it's like it's encyclopedia. Don't take it. Don't take it. It's not it though. It's not like not like a fucking rain man. It's closer than you think. It's more just like seeing like you just like live in the world. The way that you retain stuff and the way that I retain stuff is different. I anchor. I anchor stuff differently than you do. You you have little pages in your book. But it's not. You like put some glue on it and you just fucking apply it. Look, I could like I could tell you about like the 1935 Boston. Yes, you can. That's a weird Christing. I don't expect any. But I know no one else. That's it's stupid. It's useless. I don't know why you can't comprehend it but that's okay i get why you don't comprehend it it's fine but, but i get you don't but everyone else though knows this like if i said if i put out a poll do you know what the show do you could you tell me what the show boy meets world is about 98 <laughs> percent of people it's would a say boy yes. and the world <laughs> you it. but 98 percent of people would, would say yes i think it was topanga you said you never heard of. like do you know who topanga was 98 because i don't yes. care i have to care I, about no, shit see this is this, you're attributing caring to no that's how i remember st- no no things have to have value to me for me to remember that that's the way my brain works no, i'm sorry that that true. works it's different not true what that's do you mean not it's true. not true it's how it works with me that you do not value that you remember it has to because but, you simply just live in the, whether you want to or not there's plenty of things i recall i'm like i wish almost like it's like what a waste of space yeah step by step of course sure, but it's, it's, well okay sure. i have some for some reason i missed but the whole point thing but i caught step by step i am happy that you have this bizarre take on tv because it really <laughs> it's is it's not even a take on tv it's just what i remember no, from tv yeah it's like that's bizarre. All. like i guess recall is a better the thing. things like, that i find more important that like step by not, step is way more important. more important it has nothing to do with important it's simply it's, it simply is existing i'm just saying, what I'm saying it's not about what you you know you try to like i'm not try to explain it away by saying well, like that like that's not good so i don't remember it it's, it's not, not about no, memory works. I, no, no no i'm not saying how good or bad i'm just saying it has no value to me like it did it wasn't worth it for me to remember your brain only has a, a finite amount of space right. But you don't choose what you remember, though. Yes, you do. To so a certain extent. Because you can study things further and remember. Yes, exactly. But some things you just simply fucking remember. If that was it. Matt, if you could choose to remember, no, no such thing as bad memories. Bad memories wouldn't exist. That term would not exist. It's not about bad or good. It's value, valuable or not valuable to me. It's like, do I want to pay attention to this thing or, or not? Some things I don't want to pay attention to. Apparently, I didn't want to pay attention to. Pay Boy attention. meets world i don't want to pay attention to things it sounds like you do sounds like you're a big fan of them it isn't, uh, <laughs> it's fine it's fine i get it, it you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> no you have to anchor stuff that's why me- that's how it's memory not, works something you just exist you know i agree i agree i agree i agree but i but i don't know i guess i didn't live in a world where a lot of people were talking about it around me i don't know why don't even need people to talk about it you can, you can just what do you, you you can just you can i just wasn't see it. i wasn't see it. listen i'm sorry i didn't have a subscription to teen beat like you did what's that Sorry, I didn't get Teen Beat like you did. I didn't get Reading Teen Beat. I would watch NFL game and they advertise a show. Okay, and so when that happened, so you're, yeah, what my you're saying is, say. you're, you're watching football. Yeah you're, yeah, you're watching football and you're like, okay, it's a great game. And, and then they advertise Boy Meets World and you're like, oh, what's this? I'm going to check this out. No, it's just like I hear it and like, you know, for 10 years you hear it or whatever. Or you're like, you're just flipping around like, like, and like the show is on. You're like, what the fuck is this? Or just like the fact that it's on TV for 10 years is, is that... It's gonna, especially back then when TV was more important. It does leave. I, it does. Leave I know this, this, this particular thing is really important to like, you. It's boy meets girl. It's just bizarre. Like, like huge, like, huge. Like, so Melrose Place is trash, right? Like, oh, yes, yes. Okay. And I, I've seen episodes of Melrose Place. And it's awful. I've seen a lot of. It's a terrible show. I wish I never remembered Melrose Place, but I do. Remember I don't Melrose really. Locklear was in it, right? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of. I've only I seen Melrose. I wish I had never. I wish you know. I don't. Oh, I hate the show Mash. I hate the show Mash. I've seen some episodes. There's no show I hate. I'm sure I'll get to take. I'm sure people. Any you know. It's I'm surprised that you because at least they tried. I I. Matt, I hate match with every power in billion. It's, it's boring. It's, it's like, boring. It's like, it's, preachy. Never got into it. it's, it's it not preachy. good. Yep. Uh, 
Yet I could no, tell, but that guy dresses I could tell like you the girl. whole cast of MASH, even though I wish I would never remember it. It's not important to me at all. I would do any I could to forget it. But it's just there. It's, it's nothing, in, like, a memory doesn't work that way. It's not like a, it's not like fucking that movie with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. I can't choose what I remember. No, that's not true. Like uh, mnemonics and things, you're you are anchoring things to a to to something. You are you are associating. Make Mash go away. You're ma- make I'd, Mash. I'd love to. Make I can't. I can't, I can't help you. Fucked up brain. And you know, all of them. Harry Morgan, make them all go away. Gary Berghoff. I don't mind that song. Actually, it's a really beautiful moving song. Yeah. I had a, uh, a buddy who I lived with in uh, the Purple House in, in Dover, and we had an organ in there, and he would play it like the whole thing with the organ. He had the foot pedals too, where he'd play the bass notes, woo, woo, as he was playing. Really, yeah. really haunting, beautiful good song. Theme, good TV theme song. Very good. Way better than the show. Way I didn't. I never liked show. it. I was bored, but I thought that was just my fault because I, I think I had even my grandparents liked that show. Or Do my, you know what the spinoff parents. of Mash was called? Oh, what was it? It's called. It's called After Mash. Like aftermath. Was it really? Yeah, and uh, no Harry Morgan, uh, Jamie Farr, a couple other people stuck around. Like the saddest, like you know, Alan Alda left, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, they're like the sad, like people like they really want to cast that paycheck. Kind of right. like when Screech stuck around for Saved by Bell, the yes. new class. <laughs> like he's and him and Building stuck around. They're like, we're gonna keep casting these checks because. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and just, what else do we got? Smart players. Yeah, what's I mean, Screech gonna do? He still went through all his, burned through all his money. I guess his yeah. parents stole some of it, but whatever. He's, yeah, yeah. he's did he die? He's dead. Yeah. He is dead. Died, yeah, died last year. Cancer. Very sad. Uh, might, a, actually, I think it was this year. He died earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lost a good one. <laughs> I but saw, I did see that. I saw, I saw him stand up. Oh, was he any good? <laughs> he told the foulest joke. I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell it now. If you have kids in the car, maybe. I, I don't know if I've ever given this warning for the show, but if you have kids in the car, maybe turn the volume. They should down. know better. Uh, but uh, he was, he did. I, I went uh, in Tampa, Florida. It was around this time, 2004. 2004. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw, uh, we saw Dustin Diamond was doing stand up in, in, in Tampa. Yep. And my buddy Brian and I, yep, we yep, went yep. and um, he was, he went on about a 15 minute set about fucking a girl on her period. And he's like, it's like you're stabbing her to death. You what? just keep punching. And like, he would just like basically gave every sort of uh, analogy, to like graphic. blood going everywhere and his dick's a knife and he's like stabbing her. And then like five years later, you read uh, that uh, he got arrested for stabbing a guy with a knife. Oh, he told himself to do it fight. over and over. But and I wonder if like, that it gets in your brain. I think it does. And, like you... He anchored it. See, it had value to him. So stabbing, we remembered it. Yes, yeah, stabbing people. You need to act on it. I have, I have, I anchored after Mash Man. Do I have to act on that now? <laughs> yes, you do. Well, I still do this show with you, probably past his prime. So we keep doing it. What are you talking about? People love it. Uh, what else? I saw, yes, of course, I watched fucking um, Saved by the Bell. I watched 90210. I watched all Did those. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell, the new class? I think I probably saw some. I have some vague that recollections was, of that. So that had a younger cast than. Boy Meets World, which puts that theory that you were too, that oh I didn't watch shows about fucking high school or, or kids when I was in high school. Like, when did that happen though? I thought that was in the nineties. Didn't the new class happen in the nineties? Yeah, but you would have been older than. I that. guess I would have been. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently, but you know it exists. I do know, even though you wish it didn't. One show. By the way, the guy that played Screech, Dustin Diamond. Right, right, right. So there was like a like you know like Screech is like the nerd of the yes, of the yes, yes, class. Yes, yes. So they had a nerd of the new class. You know did what that they? nerd's name was? No, Weasel. Oh. <laughs> I know. Or that Google. new class show ran for like six seasons. I saw My Two Dads. My Two Dads. Well, that was, oh, that was in the 80s. But yeah, that was when we were kids. Yeah. It was a Stacey Keenan from who would go, yes. what to go on to do step by step. Yes, yes, Do you remember yes. the dads, the uh, the dads in that show? Yes, uh, I remember the bearded one. He Greg got, Evigan? Because he, he looks like, um, like, uh, like Kenny Loggins, kind of. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And who's the, the oh wait, who's the, the other guy's, uh, Paul, uh, oh wait, no, who is it? 
Paul Reiser. It is Reiser. Yes. I do remember that. Paul Reiser and Greg Evans and Paul Reiser. Then uh, Florence Stanley, of course, played the, uh, the like their, she was like their, like the judge. Who then, Don't remember that. So yeah, there's like an old lady judge. Who's, night court. Who's been night court. Florence Stanley. Um, well, she was a night court. Yes. And she um, would go on to do my two dads. And like, I love night court. The, the my two dads was, she was like a judge and it was her responsibility of this like orphaned yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, so she was in charge of making sure that like the two dads like didn't fuck up. Right. And by like the third season, she then bought the building they were in. So now she's their landlord. The landlord? And by like the last season, she also bought the coffee shop that they all hung out in afterwards. <laughs> so she would like hang Just out all around this judge forever. Like, <laughs> it was like teen coffee. It was so fucking weird. That is weird. Like they kept trying to find different ways to integrate her into the storylines. Yeah. And finally like, fuck it. We're just going to have her buy the building. She's the star of the show. Why'd they, why'd well, they do that? Comic, like she's like, this is a gruff oh. lady. You talk like this. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, you, you dads are screwing up again. If right. you mess up again, I'm going to take her away. And they're like, all right, we got to get her act together. And that was like every episode. Jesus and Stacey Keaton was like smart in the dads all the time. She's yes. like, oh, you dads fucked up again. And, you know, really she's done it this way. And you should listen to your daughter more, you two dads. That <laughs> <laughs> was the show. I think it was the high school. I think it was high school. High school TV was the tough one for me because I was either watching sports yeah, or no I was going out with TV women. High school. Yeah, of course. But like, it was back to just living in the world, man. Living in the world. I was here. And by the way, uh, say about the new class was on when you were in high school. Okay, I mean, that, so I probably, I don't know. I, it was, people were talking about it at school, the <laughs> freshmen. <laughs> sucks. People talk. Oh, and that's like, I really need that water cooler talk. It must, it must be Harvey now. Just, all you get is with Jerry now, right? You don't, you, just, you don't work with anybody else, so you... I have no pop culture references, whatever. Other than what, the Jerry, what Jerry's yes. watching. Jerry yeah, watches something, so... He does, yeah. Um, no, other than... I'm seeing most of the things that people are seeing now. I haven't oh. watched Squid Game. I don't give a shit about that. No, I didn't watch I Squid probably Game. will see it sometime. You know what? I have a really hard time committing to a show that's going to... If I think that there are going to be multiple seasons. Because Netflix just throws shit against the yeah, wall now. It really is no. bad. So well, I like... Mate, Mate is good, though. Mate is good on Netflix. I'll watch it. It's very good. Yeah, I'll watch that one. I'm three episodes. I watch it every Sunday night after football. Um, I, I try to... I pretend I'm like it's network TV again. I, you know what I mean? I like, have something to watch on Sunday nights. Yeah, now. there you go. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to binge it. But I don't uh, like binging. I don't mind bitching at all. I like, I like, I like when I watch something to like think about it afterwards. And to go from one to one to one, I'm like, ah, this is too... I like to like sit and like, all right, what did I watch? Like analyze it a little bit. Like yep. just process it. I think when you like crash through stuff, you miss out on details. Yeah, you're probably right. But then if it's good, I'll go back. Like I'm definitely going to go back to the leftovers at some point. I mean... That's a show that has a ton of details, right? Like, yeah. That's super complex. Yeah, I have to so many back. layers to that show. Beautiful show. Yeah. Um, I don't watch as much TV. I, I, I haven't watched... I mean, network TV doesn't really exist anymore. No, it so, doesn't. Like, you know into like Chuck Lorre, CBS sitcoms and stuff, yep. procedurals. Like, nope. no, I mean, I'm, I mean, I used to really love the, like the fall TV schedule be released. Like it'd be kind of exciting. Like, oh, wow. Like this is like as nerdy as it is. It's like TV was like a big deal in the eighties and early nineties. It really was like the network TV. Yeah. It's like a really big deal. It was. And now I mean, everything is so fragmented now and segmented like nothing. No. I mean, you look at like the, someone made a good point about the, the world series ratings, like the world series ratings, um, 10s and 13s. Someone's comparing it to 1986, right? So 1986 yeah. was Red Sox yes. Mets. Yes, yes, yes. And like something like 50 million people watched. It was a crazy, it had got a, like a 26 rating, which is like 26 years. It was crazy, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God, 26% of people like watched the World Series, which is out of control. It might even, probably even higher than that. Uh, but whatever, it was astronomical ratings. And this year, you know, you're getting like, you know, double digits maybe if you're lucky. Right. You know, eight, you see sevens, eights, sixes, elevens. Um, and you're like, oh, it happened. But like compare it 
if you compare the World Series to other programming in 1986, like Cosby Show got a 35. The World Series, World Series still wasn't number one necessarily. Like you still had a hit show on top of it. So like, it's always relative. Like it is. And like, so like right now, like the World Series typically wins the night it's on. Like it's the number one show. But every once in a while, something else will beat it. That is a major show. Like uh, I know, like I know, like Young Sheldon, right? Like that's a that's like a, a show. That does, He's a sh- I, 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 know, I know. I'm not defending it. I'm saying it does pretty well ratings. Yeah, why yeah, for yeah. network TV? Yeah, right. Like Grey's Anatomy will still do some numbers. That's right. Like some of these shows will still do okay. And obviously, football is its own. NFL is its own animal. Yeah, like that does insane numbers. Um, but baseball is still is still pretty relative to where it was. It's not like. Except the actual the numbers people, have gone way, way, way down. Yeah, you're talking 10 or 11 million people, 13 million people Compared are watching to like the games. Compared to 26 million. Exactly. Right. Or, or, you know, football game, 100 million for the Super Bowl. More, right, I don't know. You no, I know, but, to, but still. Like, but just, uh, no one's watching. The problem is that this younger generation, no one watches TV. That's right. So. Yeah, it's YouTube or, or you're going to do the streaming stuff. They don't even watch sports. Like Not a lot of them. Like not the traditional way you watch. Like, maybe they'll watch a highlight, but like that's not, that's not going to help. Like the NBA is always like, oh, well, our games are online, or our people are consuming our media rather online. They're not doing clips because NBA ratings suck. They're not. Yeah. They're not any better than baseball. No, like, they're not. Sometimes they're worse. Like the regular season is worse than baseball. So NBA is like, well, yeah, because they're consuming our media through other things. It's like, well, no, they're not. They're like watching a highlight. Yeah, they're watching YouTube. clips. It's not the it same. It doesn't help the Celtics who are trying to get money for their like. But maybe it does help them Comcast because because you put advertisements in those clips, and then maybe you're selling as much. But I don't think I mean, maybe the you're generating as much from revenue. The, NBA. the clips are just like some guy put that clip up. Could be. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, and like, well, NBA is NBA TV. It's like, all right, well, MLB is MLB TV. Like, and MLB TV does like, is much like NBA TV sucks. Like the, it's not, the NFL network is better produced than NBA TV. And NFL network is like, becoming I've like streamed a games from, haphazard thing. from NFL TV and or from NFL.com. I've streamed games there and I've, I've liked it. I've liked my Have experience. You, well, yep. you stream. I don't stream. How is that? You watch the Patriots do streaming. Yeah, right? but well, I, but I, but I get it illegally. Like I get it. Someone is posting that stream really? somewhere. Yep. That's not good. I don't care. Fuck them. Come, come get me, bitch. Not bad. It's like stealing, you know? Uh, th- no, they're fucking stealing. Like we have a monopoly. No, 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 no. you're they, stealing. No, they they have a monopoly. I don't feel bad about that at all. Wait, wait, you feel bad about it? I don't feel bad about it. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't see that at all. I don't see that. So they call that. They call that piracy. So they call it right. Like Arr, you're like a pirate. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you are. You're a pirate. Anyway, so it's not as good a quality. Do the whole thing. I don't do any of that. I don't have a fucking parrot. Nothing. Well, you might Nothing. as well. You know, I'm gonna make you walk the plank, though. If, <laughs> if you're going, you know, that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I don't do anything. I'm just telling you what it is. So I'm streaming it, but it's it's like streaming it to my computer, and then I'm sending it to my TV. So it's a li- It's not the best experience. You don't ever. feel bad at all. Not at all. So if I was in McDonald's and I just start stealing food, it's like fuck it. You guys have a lot of money. I think you should do it. But like, I, but like, but I, you don't, but you don't do that. No, that's a physical TV. thing. IP oh. is different. IP is different. Ones and zeros are different. Like <laughs> physical objects are different than, right. than metaphysical shit. But people will still make money. We can talk about this. the copyright. We don't want to go through the copyright because I do have a whole spiel. We don't want to do that. But no, I don't feel bad about the IP shit. Huh. No, not at all. Physical items. Yes. It's yeah. different. Yes. Yeah. Surprise. I'm surprised at you. It's not property. You'd be one of those like death to death guys. No, it's not property. That's not property. Hmm. No, that's not how it works. Somebody owns it. Um, yeah, but it, no, they, they can't. They do. They, no, they can't have a patent on it. They can't. Not really, though. Not really. That's not a physical thing. It can't exist. Well, I know like Fox pays a lot of money to own the rights to show NFL. Yeah, they own the rights, but the way and, like, that, and, and NBC can't show those. Games. I just mean in a, in a in a physical way, they can't actually own it. And obviously, that's true because Don't you I'm like streaming Bitcoin. It. Yes, like that's ones and zeros. It's different. 
Yeah. You can't steal my Bitcoin from me. There is actually property there. You can't take it from me. There, are, there. You cannot take prop, that property from me. It's, it's. There's no way for you to do it. I would have to give it to you in order for it. So if they, if they put it on a blockchain, then there you go. You can protect it. So because you, it's a different. I, I we, the whole IP thing is. It's a longer conversation. We're, I can't give you snippets and have it make sense. Yeah. It's not going to make sense. It seems like, it seems like you're stealing. Yeah. Well. Surprise. No, I don't mind. I'm surprised at you. I don't mind you you judging it that way at this point. Yeah. You don't you haven't heard my rationale around mm. it, so I So what do you mean by people like me that pay for cable? We must be idiots. You're a here. sucker. Yeah, so dumb, right? <laughs> no, I felt no, if you feel better about doing it, that's fine. You have a more consistent experience than I do. It's like harder for me to get stuff. It's more of a pain in the ass and it doesn't look as good. You getting it on cable on your high def right. TV is gonna look better. Your experience is gonna be better than mine. Yeah. Um, so no, that makes sense. But do you it's ever not, consider getting like more traditional? Just not, I don't want to spend. I'm it's not going to spend 120 bucks mm. just so I can watch one football game a week. Right, like, it's not worth it. It's just not. No, I mean they have a Comcast is a fucking monopoly. Like it's it's yeah, it's it's a bad scene. No, if if I could do it all a cart, I would absolutely do it. If NFL Network said you could pay. Ah, 60 bucks a year to get the Patriots, 50 bucks a year to get the Patriots right. or something. I'm, I mean, I would, that's where it's going. Yeah. Let's um, do that. All a cart all day. I'll do yeah. that. That's no problem. I'll do it. Like I have no, I have no problem. Pay, I do. I don't steal anybody else's, uh, some people in our chat, steal other people's like, like, uh, like, uh, like passwords. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Netflix. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind. I'll, like, I'll pay for all those right. things. That's totally fine. That seems legitimate to me because I get to, I have, I have a choice mm. here, but com- I have, I literally have no other choices, but Comcast in this area. I don't, I don't think. DirecTV, I guess. But right, but then I need to get my internet somewhere anyway. So I, I, if I didn't package it together, it'd be no, I mean, two hundred bucks towns, a month. It's like Jesus, do cable. It's, it's, it's completely bullshit, and that's that's all. I mean, government made that happen, so I, I, I have no, I have no qualms about what I'm doing with this. Uh, well, lucky for you, the, the cable companies are, you know, I think they're seeing things like Netflix, like you know, bundle, you know, yeah. bundling these in these a la carte type. Right. Uh, that's where it's going. I think in 20 years, you'll see that. You'll be able to pick Should have been which like that already. you want. I think everybody would make more money. Fees, and that's how, these, that's how ESPN makes all their money. It's like, no matter, so like ESPN charges you, like, or me, not you. Yes, you, right, right. You, you know, yeah, because I steal it. it. Yep. Uh, but for those of us that, you know, are good, honest citizens that-, that you, for, Those who uh, like to pay for ESPN. Yeah, you know, good, good people, you know. But even, <laughs> but like, let's say, uh, let's, oh, what's another channel? Like uh, Bravo, right? Bravo, like, I don't yeah. never watch Bravo. No. This show seems stupid. Vanderpump Rules, Lifetime, these fucking yeah. things that come these Never watch these things. But I still pay a carriage fee, and the exactly. carriage fee for Bravo is. I mean, ESPN is the highest, though. ESPN has by far the highest carriage fees, by far the highest carriage fees. Um, but Bravo, I'm sure has like I'm sure three dollars or two dollars or maybe a dollar or whatever of my cable bill is strictly for Bravo. Yep. I mean, Bravo still is a big network for a lot of people. It is, and um, so then uh, and, and every network has now some networks like Turner Classic Movies, right? Yep. It's like thirty cents or whatever. It's a small. It's a very tiny number or whatever and then you know some channels are even less than that but then other channels like espn or uh you know some other you think you cnn are yes. going to have a higher carriage fee right that, that's all bullshit right. i think all good programming would if it were all a card good programming and good networks would get money and then the other ones the shitty ones like espn would go the fuck away and you'd have better competition You'd have upstarts who are who would, who would it would be just like a subscription service and any content creator would be like hey if you like our content you'll pay for it and and so you'd have upstarts who would who would start to gain market share but it's really kind of impossible to do that it would crush right now piano because they should get crushed because they suck well it's, it's, not, a, sh- it's, it's not a shitty whether they are good or bad is irrelevant to this is that they have a lot of um they have rights to football which is incredibly expensive that's true to have. you know they own it uh, they own the rights to those things 
whether Matt agrees or not, uh, they own rights to certain things. They just bought like the yep. NHL, right? There are tons of things there. So, uh, and for them to lose the carriage fees from like the 80 year old grandma that doesn't like sports at it all, doesn't watch it because she pays the same carriage fee that I do. I know. So if you take that, if you lose those carriage fees, how are they going to pay the rights fees? They program? should go out of the and, fu- they, and they would business. be fucked. Yeah. Well, is a real fear for. I them. mean, the unwinding is now really a tough. Everybody's in a tough spot. The unwinding is is tough. Like the core cutting, you mean? Yeah, I know. I just mean like how we get out of this mess so that they, you know, so that company, because I I wouldn't say it's necessarily fair for ESPN if they've paid all this money thinking that the world was one way, but at the same time, they're a business. They need to look ahead to all businesses have to, people didn't know COVID was going to happen. A lot of small businesses went out of business. So, you know, I only feel so bad, but, but unwinding that whole process of it's not being all a cart will take some time and, and it will be messy. There'll be some bloodshed there. Definitely. Yeah, but if ESPN, and you see it, ESPN, I mean, look at all the layoffs they've had in the last like five years, exactly, right? Exactly. Because of all yes. the cord cutting. Because every time someone cuts a cord, they're not getting that carriage. Right. So, uh, and it's it's really affecting how they do business. Yeah. And if they created more compelling content, then maybe people would be more interested in, in paying. Yeah. I mean, what's ESPN? I loved ESPN back in the day. Baseball tonight and all that stuff. Seeing all the, seeing all the game. Yeah, uh, but you don't know. watch it anyway. You could watch MLB Network. It's the same kind of thing. You don't, you're not going to watch it. I mean, our taste changed. Not I mean, 15 years ago. I mean, it was different. What was different? Well, ESPN, well, but 20 years ago. Network is the same kind of show, but you don't care. You're not going to watch that now. Not now. You're, no, 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 I mean, no. you're tasting. I mean, yeah, yeah. people are like so quick. Like, ESPN sucks. Like, all right. Well, yeah, I guess they kind of do, but like they're, but no, it's it, not their I fault. Just mean like, there were, we, we've changed. Yes, but there were no other, what I mean is there was no other options at that time. They were the first to really do it. Show right. us all these clips and highlights yeah, and, and it was, was really cool. exciting. It was so cool. But like the idea of like, I love sports to watch highlights it. being cool now, it I mean, they were work. cool 25 years ago. They're not cool now. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, and then also the internet. But you, you got to change. I mean, maybe they're an anachronism. Maybe they don't, we don't need that anymore. Maybe every game should just broadcast itself. And you, and I want to watch all Bruins games. So I pay the Bruins to, to get a broadcast to me. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think they do need to exist anymore. And right. I think that, uh, well, so you know, Disney uses, they're like original program. And that's why they try 30 for 30. They try these things that are like, and those are kind of cool. Those can be good. Yeah. Um, but cause the idea of, right. Like just kind of traditional, like meat and potatoes, like non game sports programming. It sucks. It's, 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 it's you can get it from nine different right you can just get it all on twitter anyway in 30 seconds i think sports to... is fucked like not fucked like they're like, no we're but they're in gonna... trouble like because like nba baseball hockey like the ratings are just so down and the really ratings are. is how they make money yeah like yeah you make money for people going to games and stuff too but like tv plays are only so big tv drives a lot of that and like yeah. no one's really figured out the we're going to start to see the internet yet there's like, going to be to make money from these games like i mean mlb has like mlb tv and like uh, extra innings and they have like the mlb.tv the app and stuff but they're not generating real like real revenue from i would yet. i would pay 10 bucks a month to, to have every single bruins game piped to me uh right over the internet i would i would but do 10 that bucks a month isn't enough for that though maybe it's not oh uh, well i would think so it should be but it's not well and plus the people of the games and they could have advertising um uh, i don't mind if they have advertising yeah they right? have to have advertising yeah anyway. that, that's yeah. no problem and i think that would i think that would work I mean, you think about like what, like extra innings package, you know, or the other thing is NBA, the salaries have got to go down too. Like you can't pay basketball. If the NBA is going to crash, yeah, you can't right. pay NBA players 35 million a year, or 40 million a year, or whatever it is now. Like that can't happen. That well, can't happen when you're raising. They're making the, money. From, so that's where the NBA is making money is like overseas. That's why their whole China thing is such a big deal. Like, I know. Cause that's a big chunk of the money comes from China. I know. So they don't want to piss them off. But like the NBA though, tried doing what you're talking about. Like, Hey, just Celtics games. You're just like that one. Did they do that for out of market? 
Yeah. It's the problem. Oh, is yeah. Blackouts and stuff. Right? That's right. When, and when I was in California, as you know, I used to watch the Red Sox right. on LB Network and so you, I, I really liked it. Or did you get the extra innings package? Did I did. Package, uh, whatever the did pa- get- yeah, I paid whatever it was, but I got it over the internet and I could see. Oh, I could, you, oh yeah. Yep. Okay, I could see either. Like, MLB.tv. I could, yeah. I could see, you know, Arcillo call it or I could yeah. see. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. So you get the MLB.tv uh, package. Super yeah. fun. I really yeah. liked it. And then uh, because by the time the game would be over 10 o'clock there and I'd and it would, I'd start up at 7 o'clock there. Right. I would, and you know, Twitter wasn't really a thing. I don't. Or maybe it was a little thing, but I would just not consume it anywhere else and just watch the game right there. I could fast forward through the right. through the, the lulls if I wanted to as well. I really liked consuming it that way. I would do that. I would watch sports more if I could do that. You now. should find an outer market team. You could do that. I know. Well, for baseball, baseball, I'm less likely to, but hockey, I love hockey. I would yeah. watch. I wish I could watch the Bruins. That well, you way. can. You can just buy cable, and you can. This I don't want to. Yes, Switch, I can grant. This I'm wish. not. I'm not spending 120 bucks on cable. Uh, more than, you know, 200, but how much do you spend? How much do you spend on your cable? Yeah, that's right, right, right. 200 for both. Uh, but, well, we, uh, say about, yeah, say about 120 or just for the cable. Cause if you get the internet, but like take the internet out of it. It's yeah. About 120. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably about right. So 200 both for cable and internet. Basically. Right. Because the internet's a sunk cost in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you have to, 120 right. for the cable is right. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I don't want to, I, I, I just have no interest in paying for that for that much for that it's not worth it i mean I pay, got, i'd pay that much a month just for red zone honestly like i love red zone that much like I'm yeah i've never i never really got but i've never been a gambler so i think I, or it's a fantasy i was like i just like football like it's just fun just to watch i like football too and I, I do i like seeing score yeah maybe i it's, would like it's it. I really, so that that alone during the fall was worth it and you know, so I, yeah i just i like having um i don't know, i just like having cable i like having a live program i just i, I like i know having, it feels like, different when you watch live programming yeah feels different I, I i just like having i can't i'll always i'll have cable today i'll be the last person with cable like i'll always have it and i know like a 20 year old hearing this and being like oh you're such a relic and maybe they're right but like for me it's like I'm, i'll never cut the cord because yeah. like yeah it's not that's not that much and like concerning like get you know unless i unless i you know i just don't even watch it that much. you know we watch the movies we right but a lot of the movies so a lot of the movies i do get i do get through that cable that's and true that, i do pay for them yeah i'd say for every like five movies i do i get like one of those I get for free or part of my cable package. Something's free, I guess. But yeah. So, I mean, you do get some benefits there. Um, but I probably don't, I mean, I don't, I only watch. I don't not Some people have TV on all the time at their house. Like I only have a TV on when I'm actually like, actively watching it. Yeah. Otherwise it's shut off. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's very rare. Cause normally I'll want, I don't know, maybe seven, eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. I'll maybe watch an hour or two, I guess. I, I, I don't even know that I watch it every day. Yeah. Cause it, cause it movie twice a week. So that's going to happen. Right. But then I'll watch a show. Sometimes Barbara and I don't watch shows that as often anymore because we've both been busy. So then I'll just, I don't know, watch reruns of fucking. We watch Survivor. Yeah, I know you do like that. I've, I've, I've never get, liked reality. You can like, you can stream like Survivor. Like, can and, you? And they have like a bunch of the old, like the old seasons. Uh, like, oh. so that's actually like my, I think my sister, she doesn't have cable. But like they, I know they watch Survivor. Like uh, you can like watch Survivor. Like there's so much Survivor stuff that's online. So you really don't even need cable for yeah, that. Yeah. CBS All Access is a thing. That's you can true. just get that. You know, that's true. And you, like, you know, so that, that would cover that. And nothing yeah. on CBS really. I don't think. The only thing is Survivor for me. Survivor, right. Yeah. And well, football. Football. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just. Yeah. Uh, well, TV's different now. I, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's different. It's just not as excited place. anymore about it. But yeah, I don't know, anybody is. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just. It, it, it's it's probably better now because you have so many more choices. But I I, did, I do miss the days when the fall TV lineup was a big deal. It's and true. Like, what shows were you know like oh my god like uh you know what shows are on what nights or um 
It was just, it was a, you had just few options. It was actually kind of exciting. Yeah, because the summer was kind of a doldrum of, yeah, of, yeah, was, uh, of TV. Like, like, yeah. It was awful. What's TV. all this? So you were Burned excited. out all the shitty shows. Right. Or, they, or they would put on shows they didn't think were the last, like Northern Exposure, they put on the summer. That's right. That ended up becoming a that. hit and that stuck around. Yeah. But um, most of the shows they threw on the summer were just like, let's just burn this off. This is a complete waste. Yeah. Um, Survivor was a summer show that was a, was was a waste and then ended up getting huge numbers. And they kept yeah. It, yeah. But now, right. Now it's. um. Oh, not even scheduled no, it, it's just, they'll just pump it out whenever i miss the old days I, once oh. again another episode where chris says i wish i was chris admits he's an old man and wants to go back in time yep like huey lewis gonna go back in time uh <sighs> so we, uh so heaven was uh was uh oh, was number one for 16 weeks oh, right, yeah. um but that's not the record oh on the adult contemporary on the adult contemporary chart the celine dion titanic song it is not no in fact, um, Celine Dion, A New Day Has Come hit 21 weeks. I not not that my heart, I don't know that one either. And also Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway hit 21 weeks. That's not the record though. The record is 36. 36 weeks at number one? Maroon, Motherfucking no. Five, and Cardi B. It I know is, Cardi B, but like what? Uh, do I, do I, uh, do I know this Girl song? Like You, oh my God. It's, it's a recycled rock tune. It's just a, I didn't know it. 2019. I think 20, already 2018. Sounds vaguely familiar. It's a piece of shit song. This was number one in the contemporary for 36, 36 motherfucking weeks. No wonder they have so much money. 36 weeks. 36 That's weeks. Two thirds of a year. Yes. Yes. That's nine months. People have a lot more tolerance for shitty song and the adult shitty songs than the adult contemporary adult charts. Tempo. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. Tempo. That did it. Um what was the other thing? Oh, the most successful adult contemporary song was Savage Gardens. Um, Savage Garden. Savage Garden, right, right. Uh, what's their song? What do you mean successful, like most album sales? Most successful meaning longest on the chart. Oh. So this uh, Truly Madly Deeply, 11 weeks at number one. So of course on the record, right. but 50 weeks top, 58 weeks top 10. Over a year top 10. 123 weeks on the actual chart. This piece wow. of shit song. Oh, did we cover this one? Uh, we, no, we, I think no, we covered a terrible. Savage Garden, didn't we? I don't we? know. This song's really bad. It's so bad. It's a rough song. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tough chart to be a I part of. I gotta hear the old uh, Lonely Boy song. I does love this thing. You think it's fine. Don't you love this thing? It's good. What else? Oh, nominated for two Grammys, dude. Best new artist. Maroon 5. Oh. Lost Lonely Boys, <laughs> Joss Stone. Don't remember that one. Kanye West. Joss Stone, gra- yeah, she's a singer. I remember her. The Graduation. Kanye, oh, wow. Um, lost all these. And Gretchen Wilson was a country singer. Yes. Um, they all lost to Maroon 5. Oh. And then Best Pop Performance. Maroon Heaven. 5 beat Kanye West. That's funny. The graduate. He wasn't really known. The Graduation know, is pretty good. There, well, there's there's some good stuff on that still one. still had uh, Golden Years that he, that was not, right? was not that, that wasn't on the Graduation. Album. The next album? I think so. Yeah, this one had Jesus Walks on it yeah. and uh, something still, other, but still, still very still good. Playing. Yeah, and actually, but to be fair, that Maroon Five, the do the debut Maroon Five album was not bad. Yeah, there was some good song. Their first song they ever did was fine, but then it was also nominated for best pop performance. Heaven One beat My Immortal by Evanescence. You remember that one? Do you remember that? It's like new new metal. Oh, very good. With her voice, kind of operatic voice. The reason Hoobastank, we covered that one. I like that one. You hate oh, that song. Yeah. Uh, she will be loved Maroon five and it's my life. No doubt, which is the best one. Of course, yeah, of those, that's agree. a great one. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, but heaven, oh, heaven, that's, heaven. That's too bad. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm done talking. You don't want to talk about where you were in the red <laughs> I was, uh, we were, yeah, was a bunch of different bars where with friends. Um, I think I was out in Portsmouth for the, for game set for game. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That was a letdown because it was only four games. I think I was in Portsmouth with friends. I was going to different places. It's at a different times. Yeah. We went out in Dover and we went out in Portsmouth. It depended on the night. Um, I was in for game seven of the ALCS. I was in Dover. Wasn't the barley, but where the fuck was I in Dover? Fuck. I can't remember the bar. I was at a bar in Dover. Um, forget that. And that was the big one. Then after that, it was just kind of a, it was, it was sort of like a, this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, no, I had other stuff to talk about. We can talk about other stuff after. It is fine. I'm, I'm done. It's, not, it's uh, we're an hour and forty minutes. We gave him a lot here. Maybe. We're talking about heaven and the grudge, which is the yeah. two. And that was a curveball for you. You didn't even get to prepare for that. I, I, and we're talking two like piece of shit. Nothing is really bad. Nothing. The grudge is uh, heaven's better than the grudge. I. Uh, yeah, I'd rather heaven sucks. Grudge, grudge, is, grudge, is, grudge is absolutely horrible. It's because heaven gets over in four minutes. Four minutes and 20 seconds. It's like, but I mean, comparatively, like well, if you listen to that, it's not one of the bottom six songs we've covered. I mean, if you listen to heaven though, 16 times in a row to make up for it, no, would no, you no, do no, that no, or watch no, the grudge? That's what I'm, saying. I'm saying that comparative to the other songs. Yes. It's not, it's not a bottom six song. No, this no. is a bottom six movie. Yeah. I don't know. I have to check on that, but that, but it's pretty, it's down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Don't watch this fucking movie. Terrible. Don't. Um, uh, so we're back on Saturday. We're in we 79, right? 79 for a couple of weeks. Well, well, kind of, because we have the live show, of course, uh, yeah, in yeah. two weeks. But yeah, uh, next time you hear us will be Saturday with Alien, and then the uh, the uh, Patreon was uh, Manhattan. I have a lot to say about that. So that's what we Alan, the first we Alan we're going to cover. Right. Um, and one of the, I'll just come out right now and say, one of the most disturbing uh, Woody Allen movies uh, is Manhattan. Uh, and uh, But then next up is Alien for the uh, free show. With my guy, Tom Skerritt. There he is. Expect a lot of Skerritt talk, potentially. Really? I don't know. I like that guy. I mean, Tom Skerritt. Of course, he's covered in Top Gun. Yep. Tom Skerritt. Yep. Still alive. 90 years old. I know. Best part of Top Gun, too. He's the best part of Top Gun? Fuck yeah. Well, maybe the, I mean, the air, the, was good. We liked him in it. Yeah, he's the hero in that one. Well. Tom Skerritt. Can we, can we be done now? Tom Skerritt. Goodbye. <laughs>